You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Everybody, hey, yeah, baby, yeah, yeah. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Get Tucked podcast. I am your host, Tuck. First and foremost, I owe you all an apology. I'm very sorry I missed you this past week. Um, between the new Fit for a King album and Featured X, I got a little busy. Um, so this past week, we released The Path. Woo! All right. Some people were worried that we have gone soft, but were proven otherwise pretty quickly. Um, I find it funny because we always have one lighter song on the record, um, meaning locked in my head. Um, and this one just happened to be fun and positive instead of super depressing. Um, so everyone thought we were a butt rock band now, but we're not. Overall, I think from Vendetta to Profit to Louder Voice to Breaking the Mirror, we did our best to make you all happy, including ourselves. With that, we greatly appreciate your love and support. And it's funny, I always hear the comment of like, oh, the labels or whatever, we're trying to make a band sound a certain way. So are you guys. We just, you know, we try to listen to you. We try to listen to the industry. And most importantly, we listen to ourselves and we do what we want. So never think that anyone is telling us what to do because they're not. But yeah. You guys are great. Thank you very much. Seriously, this is unreal. It's been the coolest week ever. Um, With that support, because of all you people, we had our best first week ever, and that's without touring. But we sold 10,406 copies of the album. We streamed over 4 million times this past week and now have over 11 million streams on the album as a total. We charted number two on hard rock, number six on rock and vinyl, and number 10 on top current albums, which is insane because that's actual physical sales, and altogether landing us at number 70 on the Billboard 200. Um, None of this would be possible without the best fans ever, you guys, the people that help us, that listen to this silly podcast, that go and watch the Twitch streams, that just have helped us to get through the hardest six months that we've ever faced. Not only did you help us get through that, you helped us to really take notice and understand that you do care. And please understand that we care about you just as much. Um, it, It really means the world. And I'm very thankful to get to be a part of this band and to be able to put out an album that I'm so happy with. You know, I've had... My ups and downs, um, fun fact, when we made Dark Skies, I didn't listen to it for three months after it was done because I, I had a hard time taking a step back from vocals. But I learned something from that album, and it went into this album, and the path was the happiest I've ever been. I got to be with my friends. We had Daniel joining the band. It was high energy. It really, really felt amazing. And um, to have it all come together and to actually be our best first week means the world. I thank you very much. I love you. Just wanted you to know that. Okay, enough with my corny motherfucking bullshit, okay? 
This week's guest is Brendan Murphy of Counterparts, arguably the funniest, kindest man in all of the cores. Um, as frontman of Counterparts and End, which if you don't know of his side project, End, it's a super group featuring members of um, at Misery Signals and Dillinger Escape Plan and um, just Rain Supreme, Will Putney from Fit for an Autopsy. It's insane. So go listen to it. But between um, both bands, he has been super busy. And recently released a new album, Splinters from an Ever-Changing Face. And um, Counterparts actually put out some sweet B-sides from their previous album, Nothing Left to Love. This was a a very easy and fun episode. Brendan is great. Um, I've gotten to have some nice drinks with the man in the past. We've hung out at some shows. The last time that we played together was actually at Empiricon Festival in Europe. Um, seeing the reaction that they got was very inspiring for me that day, and I'll never forget that show. I hope you all enjoy this one. It's a good one. Here we go. My chat with Brendan of Counterparts. Dude, I'm doing pretty good. I'm I am uh, up and at them today. I was able to go and acquire a couple gains this morning, you know. So you've left you've nice. left the house already. Oh yeah, I'm up at eight o'clock usually. Eight um, o'clock. Yeah, I'm my yeah my fiance leaves for work at like eight eight thirty, and then I kind of get up and start doing shit. Um, Holy shit! My yeah, my girl my girlfriend gets up like she she starts work at eight, so she leaves around like. 7 30 and i'm like i never see it <laughs> just, yeah if i don't I've, uh if i don't get up i can't get everything i need to get done sadly that's it sucks that's so crazy um, and it sounds kind of stupid because it's like well you could just do other things <laughs> but <laughs> one oh, yeah the gym, but, but still the gym just opened in new york and it's only like there's not that many people there in the morning but if you go in the afternoon it fucking sucks so i just try oh, to like, yeah, do yeah. it and get it done and have it be out of my way um oh, totally yeah, yeah. They, they just they just opened here. I like I started going every like just because I've always done it in the past and I've like gotten really into it and then it's like 
okay, like I'm home for a month. Like, let's see where I can get. And then it's like, well, nothing changed. And now I got to go on tour and eat fucking Raisin Canes yep. two times a day, I love every canes. single day. Oh, it's the best. It's like I'm more my favorite. of a Zaxby's like my guy, favorite but restaurant. I love canes. I, you know, I, I feel like I had Zaxby. I only ever had it once, though, you know? but yeah. I feel like I didn't. I Most had people it, like, don't like a, it as much. Yeah, I, well, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the people that do like it, they it's it's like what you just said. It's it's like oh no, yeah, like I'm I'm team. It's like the whole fucking In and Out Whataburger debate type thing. Yeah. But but uh, which I'm on team Whataburger for sure. By yeah, the way, same, j- same. J- just just to you know just to clear that up, Thank get that you. out there. I'm glad you have taste buds. Yeah, um, dude. Because there's no flavor in an In and Out Burger. No, there's there's no, there's no, the, the only thing that I like there is the fucking Dr. Pepper and I can get that anywhere. So I'm yeah, like, Dr. Pepper is sick. Daniel has it, a Dr. Pepper tattoo on his arm. Really? Yeah, it's like a oh, Dr. it's Pepper so, arm, like can. Um, it's so, I mean, the shit rocks, but, but yeah, I don't know. I always get, I always get heat for that. And I feel like yeah. that debate has been going since literally since the first time I ever like toured the States. Yeah. Like, it was like 2011 and it was like. Over in Texas, and then everyone on the tour is like, "We'll just wait, just wait until you try uh, In and Out, man. It's gonna be sick." And I'm like, "Yo, give me, take me back to the fucking spicy ketchup place. That's yeah, what I want." Sure. You know, dude. I'll uh, also I'll send you this workout plan I have. It's it's like a four day rotation, and it's pretty simple. Sick. Um, and I definitely get results from it. I mean, I didn't work out Hell for yeah. six months because like. I live in fucking New York City, so unless I'm going to run or do shit in my tiny apartment, I have a nice yeah, exactly. lady underneath me. Plus, I wasn't <laughs> motivated. It's not like it's like, oh, I'm oh, going to yeah. go lift while I'm fucking depressed. No, I'm going to fucking sit on my couch. Oh, it, cause oh exactly, yeah. yeah um, that, that was the thing. I, like, I, was, I was in the same boat. Like, I, wish, I wish I could have pushed myself like, you know, even just a couple months earlier because I probably would. You know, I would have like results now and I'd be like, hey, look at me. And then I would be more excited to keep going. But at least I'm, you know, like at this rate, it's like, well, we're not touring again for probably not even next year. So I'm like, all right, if I'm if there's going to be a time to fucking do this, it's it's now while I can at least have this is the most like of a routine I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to formulate a routine when you're in a moment like these and like you're just fucking stuck. Like, there's sure. a chance. If you guys say if touring opens up in the spring, but there's not a vaccine, would you do it? Um, I don't know. Honestly, it's it's tough. Like, yeah, it's, personally, it's t- I, just it's to put to myself say. out there before I ask you, I would, I would, and will do it. Um, yeah, I mean, just, I think. Yeah, my my thing is like I think for I think for our safety, it would be all right. Because you know, especially we don't have if it's to like, interact with the kids. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's the thing. Like we could, you know, we could just do our thing and you know wear like have a mask on whenever we're not on stage, and you know, or if it's like just us and everything. Like, and if yeah. you, you know, you can get a test. Like, I feel like that could be a little bit more regulated because it'd be like, all right, we're going on tour next month. Everybody get a test, like, and don't go outside right now. You know what I mean? And and you could like you could kind of monitor it. But my thing would be like, I like at the end of the day, I guess I don't, I don't really care what happens to me personally, you know, like I'm not, I I wouldn't say I'm the guy that's like 
I'm not the most careful person because I just no, I don't I don't really I don't really care what happens to yeah. myself. But I would feel really bad if we like let's say you know I was like oh touring can come back or whatever and we like booked a tour and then we did it and then it was like oh yeah like four kids that were at your show in this city got COVID and died. I'd be like oh that's my fault. Like yeah. that's li- that's literally my fault. So you know, I'm the fucking bad guy. And that would like, that would, that would, that would hurt for sure. Yeah. I mean, luckily I think, and it's, you know, it's an interesting thing because everyone hates them, but I'm excited that there are stupid pieces of shit like trapped in smash mouth who are going to keep playing (laughs) shows because at least then we can gauge like, for instance, that one smash mouth, smash. I have been having a speech (laughs) crazy lately. There's so many things every week. I'm just bleh, bleh, bleh. Um, Smash you Mouth. You literally like, have Smash Mouth right now. Yeah, I have Smash Mouth. You have the definition um, of Smash <laughs> Mouth. Um, you know, like, there were people that got COVID from that. So now we just have to, like, see one if they die. And then, two, the other perk that we do have is our demographic is the people who have been okay for the most part, which is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's, that's true. Not saying it's like a, well, we can fucking get out there. and blah, blah, blah. Cause I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I want to go fucking tour right now. Oh, for sure. I'm just saying, yeah. You know, just for everyone listening. Cause I don't <laughs> want people to be like, well, fucking Tuck said he wants to go on tour right now. Yeah. No, exactly. Just, he, he said he doesn't give, he said he would tour tomorrow and doesn't care. He actually, yeah. he said it's a, it's a conspiracy. It's, it's a, it's a liberal. That is what I said. The, Cause you know, we live on a flat fucking earth, bro. It's and government it's reptiles, mind control. It's the oh, reptiles yeah. <laughs> yeah. and it's the kid diddlers and it's the, all of them together and, making the rules. Exactly. And I'm just and so fucking screamo, I don't know what's going on all the fucking time. Because, you exactly. know, I, I don't well, care. I, I mean, I care, but I'm not I just, like... I just want to listen to my... I, you know, everyone's talking about QN on this and yeah. fucking... And, and Trump that, and I just want to I'm on grill, Q and not baby. you, bro. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> <laughs> for all the people <laughs> listening, that's a fucking emo joke. Stupids. It was... I, uh... Yeah, like... That... That... You're you're right. Like I, I would say that in terms in terms of like our and I, I like to think that like our demographic, like maybe I'm not gonna you know, they're I'm sure they're listening now. I'm not gonna give them too much credit. I think uh, I don't think they're as smart as they could possibly get, but yeah. they're you know, in terms of like the age group and stuff and I think that I think that they are uh you know, we're in we're in a good spot. Like I, f- I feel like certain bands like I don't know, if like you know, bands that are like like let's say like take the demographic of the bands that are touring right now and like still trying to make it happen and everything like that like i think that it, not necessarily because of age but i think that they have to understand that their demographic is not the brightest bulb yeah. you, you know what i mean For like sure. they they must know that so it's like i think and also i think that that's pretty selfish that they're also like yeah put people at risk so we can you know draw 30 people in a sports yeah. bar like let's I, fuck. Think, I don't i don't give a fuck it's like man you need like 200 bucks that bad yeah <laughs> i think it is really dumb but i think that one thing i will say is i think that the people who want to play the shows and the people who are going to shows are in the same mindset so they're not really like well i'm risking these people or i'm risking these people they're just all yeah. like fuck everybody we're gonna do what we want and yeah you know if that's if that's what you want to do and you're in a place where you can do it i mean go ahead i'm not gonna stop you i I think that a good option is the whole drive-in thing it's just when you put together the expenses 
and For how sure. few tickets you can sell. It does suck. It's cool to see Beartooth and Silverstein doing it. Yeah, I was um, gonna say like like oh yeah. When I say like playing shows and stuff like that type of thing, like you know the drive-in stuff yep. and or you know or like this actual like the actual like social distanced like concerts where they got the tables and shit like that stuff. It's like when like bands doing that, I'm like yeah. oh like when I see those like there's no part of me that goes like oh fuck I think oh like look at look at they're getting they're literally getting away with murder. I'm like no that makes sense and that's like a safer way to do it and for sure that's. That's oh, fine, yeah. and that's and that's creative. But me personally, <laughs> never in a million fucking years. <laughs> I would, yeah. Like you know, if someone was like, "Oh, you, like I, I saw someone," there was like a photo going around being like, "This is what concerts are going to be like after COVID," and it's like you know a giant outdoor thing and it's just like tables and they're like so far apart yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh, please, like this would be awesome," and I'm like, "Oh no, like I quit." I, I, I quit. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. It'll be music. back to normal because the reality is, you know, you've got the president going and doing rallies with thousands of people not giving a shit. And then, you know, the other side is doing the opposite, which is cool. So eventually yep. it's going to meet in the middle again and the election will happen and choices will be made and people will decide what we do with our future. But, you know, I think now entertainers know that our jobs can be gone quite swiftly um yeah yeah i i was um there was a i i did an interview recently where where uh, like we were talking about that and it was like talking about um just like i I don't know i I think the, the question is like something along the lines of like you know like what have you learned like what's like the one thing you've like learned from from all of this and i'm like the like you know, it's not, it's not like the one thing or whatever, but I'm like the thing that I've hit, that I've hit the hardest or sorry, that has hit me the hardest is the fact that like, yeah, there's, it really put it into perspective, like how, how little job security touring musicians have, like, you know, like pandemic or not, like you could wake, people could wake up one day and decide that they don't like your music anymore too. And like everyone, and then everyone else would be touring (laughs) and yeah, yeah, straight up. And you know, and it just goes to show it's like, you know, like that, I mean, that, yeah. like that, that will luckily, inevitably happen over yeah. time and, and it sucks, but. Luckily our bands are, are an exception to that to some extent because we weren't, um, overnight big bands like, a you know, I yes, use this example yeah. loosely, but like a woe is me where it comes as fast as it goes. Um, sure. <laughs> I, I, um, I, yeah. I don't, I don't even think I, I don't think I know that band, <laughs> but woe I, me? I, that's Tyler I, I, Carter and um, the Issues band before Issues. Really? How do you not? I didn't, wow. I didn't know they were another Good band. For you. Yeah, they were a band beforehand. It was like a Rise Records band. I um, mean, honestly, if if it wasn't if they if they didn't have like dyed black hair and eyeliner and play breakdowns like no. i you know like i mean like like the good shit like, like if they didn't sound like it, like no. it dies today yeah, yeah. And 18 visions and and all that stuff like when i was yeah. younger um i it just fully went over my head but yeah i think i have a good understanding of the stuff that you like you also one of your i think all at war is one of your favorite bands right hail from they're 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 up they're up there for yeah. sure yeah hail from yeah. my I'm from the Poughkeepsie area, so they're one of the biggest bands to ever come yep. from there. There you go. Um, you know, and I, I mean, Halud, I think that's they, I think yeah, they, they were, were yeah they, they were, were a Poughkeepsie all, band. 
Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if like Fox was like from Poughkeepsie originally and moved around, or like Florida and then moved to Poughkeepsie, something along those lines. But I know Poughkeepsie gets brought up with Shai Hulud a fair bit. Yeah, I have no idea why they would ever move to Poughkeepsie um, because it's a shithole. But I will live and die by that within Blood Ill Tempered. It is one of my favorite albums ever. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Who's your favorite Shai singer? Um. Uh, like the the dude on that record, what was his name is like Geert, Geert I yeah. think. Yeah, like the the Euro guy. He yeah. he is. Yeah, he's the fucking. He's a he's the best sounding for sure. Yeah, he was sick. No, honestly, like Gilbert, but you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, in in terms of like, I think that they're all. It's weird because every Halud record, it's like whoever is singing on it, it just it like it does fit. I, I guess maybe that's like. Because, you know, like, Misanthropy Pure and stuff like that, like, uh, I, I think that, like, Geert is better than than the dude that's saying on that. But yeah. it, I, I don't know. It's, like, it, it, sonically, it makes sense. Like, if sure. I feel like if, if Geert was singing on, if everything was the same about Misanthropy Pure and, like, Geert was singing on it, I'm, like, that would be a little strange. It's, yeah. like, it's way more, like, I like, like him with more melodic metal. stuff than heavy it, stuff. It, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, like, it, it makes sense. I don't know. I guess, like, Fox... Fox does a pretty good job at, I guess, capturing the right person at the right time to to sing on on Halud records. So, yeah. you know, it's it's good. But yeah, he Gear was my was my favorite. Like I, whenever I think of Halud, I think of that like "Set Your Body Ablaze" Hellfest oh. video. Yeah, you know, he's got that's his also fuck, just one of the his, best breakdowns ever. Oh, for sure. But dude, he's got his huge fucking shorts on, and they're all like standing there. They go into that fucking. The, you know, like right before the breakdown, it's he's yeah. like, you're talking about right, the hell, like, you're saying the Hellfest video. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. But they, they ring it out and it's like, one, two, three, set your body out. Like so good. Um, yeah, that band was so good. I think that they're one of those bands that if they would have let it rest, they would have come back and crushed those like this is hardcore and stuff like that. Yeah. Because they kind of, you know, burnt it into the ground. No one really cares anymore. And it stinks because, those records they are, are very they are so good, yeah. And there's a lot of bands that wouldn't exist without Shai Hulud for sure. Um, oh yeah, I mean like I'm like yeah. your I'm, bands, you know, yeah. Counterparts is one of them for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like you um, know, they're if without them and you know, and may, maybe not even like not even in terms of like a direct influence, but it's like you know if they didn't the exist, and I'm sure like it, yeah. you know, uh, I'm sure that fucking you know bands like uh, Misery Signals and Poison yep. the Well and stuff wouldn't exist, and then for sure it's like that. Like if Misery Signals wasn't a band, I don't know what my band would sound like. For so, sure, you know what I mean. It's like without that, you know, that like middle ground. It's like fuck, or their little connector there. But. Yeah. Speaking of connectors, let's talk the disconnect because I have a question. Okay. Okay. Um, you guys are one of the only bands to successfully sign to and leave Victory Records without a fucking lawsuit or doing yeah. a million records. How the fuck did you pull that off and how did it go down? Dude, I I don't even know. Like so when we did like we put out like we put out profits, we put it out on like Shane from Silverstein's label, yep. Verona. And uh yeah, and then, you know, we were just like we had the plans to do this other record and it was like we when we did it with like Jay uh, from Defeater and okay, for, formerly Defeater, uh, yeah. and in Massachusetts, and so we like we had we had the time booked and stuff, and we were just kind of like, I guess like shopping around to 
different labels and stuff. And then when, and it, it basically, it got to a point where it was like, all right, like we have to pay him for this record and we don't have money because we're kids. Like we're like 19 years old. Uh, and then, and then it's like, uh, so we have to like, we have to really try, we either have to like get signed or we have to all go and like work construction for like a month and pay for this fucking shit. So obviously I don't want to do that. Cause yeah. like, I'm not good with my hands, uh, unless it's on a fucking computer. Um, but I'm so technologically we, challenged. You know, but that's the thing. You're strong. It's a you know. Oh, yeah, it's a trade. It's opposite. a trade. Yeah, we're a good. We're a good duo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we yeah, can we, we can, we can, we can solve work. anything. Solve anything that comes our way. But exactly. But yeah. So it was kind of up. It was up between. Uh, sorry, it came down to like Victory Records and Media Scare. We had contracts mm-hmm. from both. And, um, you, you somehow know, made the right like, decision in that moment. <laughs> yeah, is, isn't that, isn't that crazy? Like I would rather sign to victory records than I would have to media scare records. Me, me too. Me too. Yeah. And I mean, get like, but th- that was the thing. Like we had a lot of friends who were on media scare, you know, like, I think yeah, it was like hundred like was on media scare betrayal volumes, yep, like the ghost inside volume, yeah, ghost a bunch ins- of those fucking bands. Yeah. Every, everyone was on there and it was like, we were kind of getting, we were getting like, like persuaded to do that whereas like with victory yeah. we didn't really know i think we, we were friends with close your eyes and i guess like comeback hit and they were the only ones that we knew from victory but you know we obviously you've, we hear the shitty stories from from both ends but you know we did it we we had like a lawyer look over the the contract and we did it and i think it was like a one album like two option type thing but so we put out <clears throat> um or no i think it was two albums one option i don't i don't really remember off the top of my head but so how did you get out after one record um it was it was two i I think because it was like we we did current and then we did hell and home and then when it came time to do um tragedy our like uh like our lawyer or something reminded us like hey uh just so you know like they have a clause i guess like victory put a clause in their contract like more so to protect themselves, but mm-hmm. it was something along the lines of like if if like the combined like number of of like sales between album like one and two, uh, if it doesn't equal I don't know something something wild like like ten thousand or some shit like that, then then the first option doesn't count. Like then then like. And they don't like you know like to protect themselves in case like we put out records yeah. and fucking bomb they could just go like yeah we're not signing we're not putting out the next one like kiss my ass cool. so we were like reminded of that and I didn't even I don't even, didn't even remember <laughs> that but we were you know like our manager like we were essentially able to just like walk so all we did was and and to be completely honest like a lot of people on Victory have horror stories and like we just don't like we got yeah. we got into we it got like in you know little pretty, arguments yeah. but but. It was like, it was never about like, oh, you owe us millions of dollars, motherfucker. It was like they would be like, hey, do you want to do blue for the for the repress of difference between hell and home? And I'd be like, no, let's do green. And they'd be like, no. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then those were the arguments we would get into. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just stupid shit. But well, that's lucky. Yeah. That's so awesome. we, so straight up, we emailed like we literally emailed like our, our lawyer emailed. Tony and was just like, Hey, uh, this is in the contract. It's clearly not been met. Um, we have the, 
we have the opportunity to leave and we're going to leave. We're going to walk and find another label. Thanks for everything over the years. And that's it. And Tony just responded back and just said like, okay, like take yep. care. Have and you that spoken was it. to Concord music group at all since they took over the rights to those records? Um, not, not personally, but I, we do get like checks from them. You know what I mean? Like we, yeah. I think we've made more money off royalties like from the little time that Concord's had it as opposed to victory. So I mean, oh, like that sure. rocks, you know? and I'm sure it uh, has recouped a long time ago at this point. Um, I would, I would, I would think so. For yeah, sure. Um, so how'd you guys find yourselves doing the pure noise thing? Were you friends with Jake already or like, did he come to you or what happened there? Um, we were like, we were friends, we were friends with Jake, like uh, around that time too, like a lot of our friends, were on pure noise as well like it was like similar to the whole media scared thing and it was like you know we so we uh yeah we like we we had known jake and like even though the one thing that like that got me stoked about jake was like whenever you know like we he'd, like we'd come out and it would be like oh like he fucking you know like he, there's a couple of pure noise bands on the on the tour so he would just like you know like take everyone for food and he was just like really cool and and like a lot of people do that but the thing that I liked about it was at like, you know, like at, at those dinners, like he'd be like, yeah, like tell counterparts, like they can come too. So we would go and he like, you know, the whole dinner, he wouldn't be sitting there being like, Hey, come on. I hear you guys can, you hear yeah. you guys aren't on a label. Okay. Come on, let's do this. He was just a normal fucking guy. Like he was just my friend first. And then it was like, Oh, we, Hey, we're, we need a label now. You want it? And he was like, yeah. Okay. And then, you know what I mean? It was, and it was very, yeah, it, it all, it all worked out. I don't even think, I honestly don't even think we like went to anyone else. Like as far, as far as I can remember, like maybe our manager like shopped around a little bit, but I think it was pretty, it was pretty cut and dry. Like once we knew that we were off victory, it was just like, Hey Jake, you, ah, maybe. And he was just like, yeah, obviously I'm down. Let's go. And it was just, you know, over and yeah. done with. Like, we we were unsigned for fucking 30 seconds. <laughs> That's awesome. See, I, I don't know him personally, but I admire what he's done with his label, where it seems like, you know, he really struck gold early on with State Champs and Story. Yo, and for sure, yeah. was able to kind of mold his label into not only, you know, having quality pop punk, but also finding himself with some bands that he seems very passionate about. Of course, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I, awesome. I, I, th I think that I think that like I, I don't I don't know the dude from Rise, uh, you know, like too too well. And maybe we've met. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I, I think it's like it's a similar story, and it feels good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if, it feels good to hear that. Where it's like you know, someone just kind of starts a label. They're like, no, like I, you know, I want to I want to put music out, and then they do it, and then they. They, they like strike gold for a little bit and then obviously in turn that grows the label and then they can yeah. turn around and go like, oh yeah, we're going to go get that band that's going to make us a million dollars, but we're also going to get the band that rocks that no one's ever heard of uh, that you know we're going to lose money on, but it doesn't matter because they're awesome and I just want to put their <laughs> record out. You know what I mean? I think, that's, I think that's really cool. Yeah, Rise was definitely able to do that where later on in their career they went and signed other bands like Tiger Army and stuff like that. that For sure, yeah. That, like, um, that band Continuance, I don't know if, if you would have... That was the dude from uh, Means' second yes. band, right? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was, it was Means and kind of how like Misery Signals is like 
uh, Seven Angels and Compromise like coming together and making a band mm-hmm. uh, means or sorry Continuance was Means and Saints Never Surrender. Oh, okay. Like coming together and doing that, and uh, yeah, and it was like you know like Continuance was not wasn't like a big band at all, but you know like Rise still put their shit out and still allowed them to do it, and yeah. like I love I love that band. Like, yeah, and, you know. They One of the bands from that incredible. time, I was really stoked that they re- that they signed was This Is Hell and put out. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah, I love that band. I think they're awesome. One of the first hardcore show I ever went to was a Scraps and Heart Attacks um, and with Honor show, which Scraps oh, and shit. Heart Attack was. Um, this is Hell before This Is Hell. Um, oh okay, I didn't but, even know that. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that band was fucking sick. They were super good. Um, but it's interesting seeing how labels are able to kind of work the course of, of that kind of shit where a lot of it really does. I You know, I, I talk about this quite a bit, I guess, when it comes to labels with, you know, and kids are always curious about. They think that labels will just grant overnight success, which that isn't the case. It's just sometimes labels get their hands on something that has overnight success. And, yeah, you yeah, know, they definitely sure. do help where, if, you know, sure, you signed to Rise Records and they have, a, you know, 1.5 million subscribers on YouTube. That shit helps you for sure. Um, but they also have to spend time on you and, and put effort into it. And just because you get into that same system doesn't mean that you're going to have the success of a Sleeping With Sirens record. Um, oh, yeah, of course. You know, it's yeah. an interesting thing. And I think that a lot of kids are always like, yes, if I get signed, my band will be famous. And we've both probably <laughs> toured with a bunch of bands that are fucking awesome that didn't get that big. And oh, yeah, of like, course. Yeah. So, so many. I yeah. mean, honestly, I would say that's the majority. Like, the, yeah. like most of the time, you know, like it's just, you know, like no matter how good your band is, like everything just kind of has to has to click and it has to all fall in the right place. And, and then sure that, you know, it's like, there's your success, but yeah, you know, there's, there's millions of bands that I've toured with that. I've been like, you know, like, like fucking better off, for example, you know, where it's like, they're literally one of my, like they're, they're one of my favorite bands of all time. Like they're fucking incredible, but it's just like, you know, they just can't seem to get that like traction and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, man, well, you know, how? that band like has how? a really so interesting good. trajectory, though. I mean, because one, I when when I got to tour with Gideon and Luke was playing with them, I geeked out so hard on him because I am yeah. also a huge <laughs> Better Off fan. Like that style yeah. of emo is definitely my cup of tea and, and For sure. what I come from. Um, but that band had such an interesting occurrence where when you look back at Milk comes out, it's crushing. They're about yeah. to do that. The main tour. And then the internet drama happens, which had nothing to do with Luke. But, you know, all in all, it's such a, it is a bummer because that band is absolutely phenomenal. So everyone listening, please go listen to Better Off. Listen to Milk. Listen to Reap What You Sow. Both are phenomenal. If you're a fan of like... Fucking, I I think I'm leaving. Do the whole fucking thing. They they actually just put out, they just put out a, uh, like a, it's like a reconstructed EP where it's like the old, the older songs, like. Uh, meth head and and that type of shit and they're like they're just done a little bit different like they're you know more on the electronic side and shit but that uh that came out like a couple days ago so oh, no shit I'll check that out you know what that. i mean yeah. it's it's very cool uh, the hotel you're another band that didn't fuck that doesn't play at all and is amazing yeah yeah but. i i don't i i think my brother saw them one time like we were on tour and it was like 
the one time they kind of came around the area, my brother went and said it was pretty sick, but um, I had never gotten a chance to, to see them. I, I think we like, I, I want to say like there was some fest or something that we that we played, but we were on different days. So it was like the, obviously like the day that they played, we had a show to like routing us there you know what i mean and it was like one of those where it didn't line up which sucks but you know yeah that's a huge bummer it's oh i would love to see that band i'd pay you know speaking of you know the whole like drive-in idea it's like man if someone like them or thrice or somebody that i you know manchester did a tour like that yeah i'd pay mad money to go see it personally just so i could go watch some music um yeah yeah for sure yeah I, i think i think a lot of it has to do with the with the band, you know what I mean. It's like, like if if it was like a, a heavier band or something. Like I don't know if someone was like, oh, you know, like <clears throat> fucking Poison the Wells playing near you at a drive-in. I'd be like, no, like fuck off, like yeah. get the fuck out of here. Like yeah, I'm gonna go get get in my car and do that. But you know, turn around and if someone's like, oh, the fucking Third Eye Blind is doing it or something oh, like 100%. that, you know, like like you know, someone that I guess there isn't like mosh parts. Cause I, I think that with heavy music, like uh, for me personally, anyway, like the way I kind of judge counterpart shows, it's like, it's not necessarily like we could play, if we play to 10,000 people and like two people are moving around and know the words versus playing a show to like 50 people that are going ape shit. It's like, I'm taking the 50 because that makes me feel good. Whereas, you know, like I think with yeah. like with softer stuff like you know like like not music that isn't as heavy i would be more inclined because it's like oh oh no like you can see that they're appreciate like that they're having a good time like because they're not fighting because that's not what you do for this band yeah when i I play like in my softer band like one time we did this like a short acoustic run where we just played two like light electric guitars and piano and yeah it was just please everyone shut the fuck up look at me just listen yeah. to it don't oh yeah say, of course don't say anything except for like you know something nice if you're gonna say anything <laughs> but just yep. listen to me you know that's exactly, always yeah. really nice kind of thing to do too i remember one time i was in this local band and my band was like on the fritz and the last thing that they said to me was well if we had a show booked and they're like well if you want to go play go so bad go play by yourself so i did and I went yeah. and did an acoustic set instead at a hardcore show. And my friends were like, all right, we'll divide you up. You'll do three songs in between this band and this band, and then three songs in between this band and this band. And That's cool. it was fun as fuck. Like, everyone just shut up and listened, and it was so rewarding. I was like, yes, this is yeah, a great feeling. Because I had never done anything sick. like that until that moment where it was like, oh, people don't have to beat each other up. Like, it's cool to just watch everyone be kind of sucked into it. Um Oh yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. And it's like like I said, it's it sounds it sounds so like so stupid having that realization. You know what I mean? It's like it's like yeah, of course you don't have to like fight to fucking have fun at a show and shit, but it's just you know, it's like it's so ridiculous that 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 thought even occurred to me. It's like that should just be a known fact, but yeah, right. but it's just it's weird, you know, like that it just I guess coming coming from like from where I came from and like the shows that I was going to growing up and stuff, it was like, that's how you knew if the show was good or not. Like if you saw, if you like, you know, like if you went and saw a band and everybody just kind of stood there and didn't say anything and you could hear a pin drop, you'd be like, is anyone having a good time? Yep. Like, are, do you guys like 
this at all. Oh, that'd like, be is awful. This, is this cool? If like that happened for our band, that'd be oh, dude, awkward. if that, if that happened for us, I'd I'd be done. I'd be like, yeah. I fucking quit. I'm gonna go. I'm literally gonna go back to college tomorrow. It is time for the mid romash. All right. It's time for the mid-romashi motherfucking jabroni-ass motherfuckers. This week, I bring you breakdowns and extra cussing, because this week's band is from Staten Island. Speaking of islands, islands have plants. Do you all know that Bobby from Fit for a King owns his own plant shop with his wife, and it's lovely. I love having plants in my windows and keeping the house looking lively. You can go to growplantshop.com and order one for yourself. They ship extremely well. I know this because I've purchased some for myself. Go buy yourself, your mom, your cat, your best friend, the new Fit for a King album. Buy it a present. Buy anyone a plant and do it now because you should. Growplantshop.com. The creepiest commercial for grow. Um, all right. This week's mid-roll mosh is Never Enough by the band Heroes. Um, this song reminded me a little bit of Terror, a little bit of The Ghost Inside. I know it's funny because I don't think those bands... Uh, at one point, at least, they didn't get along. Maybe they do now. I don't know. I don't really give a shit, but whatever. So the band's kind of part hardcore, part metalcore. Um, Heroes, or as you can find them online, Heroes NY, are a melodic hardcore band from Staten Island. Uh, I recognize the guitarist from the band Only Sibling. Um, it's the one playing the Silver Strat in their latest video, but, um, Only Sibling is another great band. They are signed to Other People Records, which is the label owned and operated by Jesse from Stick to Your Guns and Tom from Stray from the Path. So go and check that out. Other cool bands like Gleamer, Polyenso, really cool shit out on that label. Um, I hadn't heard of these guys till they got suggested to me on Facebook. Shout out to Jalen Alvarez. Thank you for the suggestion. Um, this is a great sing-along track. It's very well put together, and I never felt like anything was really out of place. Um, always nice to represent a band from home, uh, which if they don't know, uh, which most people probably listening to this don't know, I live in the Bensonhurst, Diker Heights area of Brooklyn, which is actually quite close to Staten Island. Um, hopefully I can see this band live soon when shows return. I could see this song doing really well in a small room with a great pile on or a large room with everybody singing along. It's a great track, great band. So here we fucking go! Never Enough by the band Heroes. So here's one for the underdogs Been thrown down but we still press on Too easy to get caught up Caught up when it's never enough Adore appreciate it I gotta finally face 
back to college. I'm saying that as if I ever went in the first place. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have an associate's degree that I hardly got that for prerequisites that I'll never use. Um, I mean, they still, still, you, you know, thing. you're. You're my still, parents never like they asked me to do that stuff because they like wanted me to, but they didn't. My dad was never like, "You need straight A's." He was like, "Bro, my dad bri- bribed me so hard in high school, and I still was a piece of shit." He was like, "Dude, <laughs> I'll give you a hundred dollars for every A you have on your report card." I that, never, hey, that's, I never that's got a hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I know, but fuck, that's hey, that's. All, I think all it would take is like if you really wanted something. Like if it was like, yeah. oh fuck, the fucking Xbox 360 comes out or whatever. You know, like like when I was in high school, I'd be like, okay, I'll study. Fine, yeah. I'll, I'll fucking I'll study. He bought all but that, that shit for himself. Yeah. <laughs> but then at the end of the day, it's like, well, I mean, it's still I'm I'm gonna get it for Christmas, right? It's like, come on, like you still yeah. love me, like you're gonna give it to me for Christmas, right? <laughs> That was but, other perk. My dad bought all that shit for himself because he's really good at video games, so I never had to ask. Yeah, that's that's so I got that's to just fucking ask sick. For like a snowboard or like something. <laughs> yeah. Sick. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I was yeah my my parents like they didn't. I think like I remember when I like when I was graduating high school, um, which like I can't believe I did because I like literally never went. Like it was like I only went to shows and oh, no, and, sure. ha- and had band practice and stuff, and it was like that was it. You know, I, I would, I skipped all the fucking time. And I remember like, I remember when I, when it was like, like I graduated in 2009. So like that year, um, having my parents, like, I remember them having the conversation cause my mom, uh, she works at a college like in, in Hamilton. And mm-hmm. I, there's something weird where it was like, if I went to college and I maintained like an average of like 80 or 85 or something, like she would pretty much get my tuition back. And oh. so they would always like put that in my, in my, you know, like hang that over my head and be like, fucking, it's free fucking college. Like, you, you know, and you're like, what are you going to do? Like, and I'm Mom, like, I'm too screamo for college. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. I'm like, I'm like, oh, like I, rem- I remember having the conversation where it was like my mom, and my dad, and they were like, okay, so what are you going to do? Like, what are you doing after this? And I'm like, I'm going on tour with my band. And they're like, where are you going to go on tour? I'm like, everywhere <laughs> you know and they're and they're like are you You're fucking serious mind. and i'm like yeah i think so and they're like all right and then they saw it happen like they saw you know they would see me like coming home from like a month-long tour and being like hey how was it fun i was like yeah it was great and they're like did you make any money and i'm like oh heavens no no i'm I, i've lost i've only lost money per- my personal money like we had no band money in the box and i had to fucking take a hundred dollars from my say my last hundred dollars in my bank account and pay for the gas to get us home. So maybe I'll get that back one day. Like they, they watched it go from that to like where it is now, you know what yeah. I mean? Where it's like my dad's got fucking, and, and like, and it's cool because like, it's, it's not that they weren't supportive, but I could tell that they were like, Oh God, like he's going to live at home fucking forever. Like we're going to be wiping his ass yeah, until, they never he, know until he's like, actually a, make money. Uh, until he has to wipe our ass. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, and and we did that and then now now it's cool to see where it's like you know my dad will fucking i'll see him and he'll be like oh like some we hired some fucking kid at work he was wearing one of your shirts like you know oh he fucking like you know he was he was listening to fucking knock loose on on his break and and he you know like that type of shit and my mom like same thing like at the college she's like oh yeah like people come in to to like buy books from me or whatever and they've got your fucking merch on and everything and i'm like 
yeah, see it. Like it worked out. It's kind of cool. I think once I stopped asking them for money, they were like, okay, like, yep. I think, I think he's doing all right. I think this kind of paid off. So yeah, it took like one year of me cause I didn't join fit till I was 25 yep. and I had to, I moved back home for one year, but they were cool. They always were just like, yeah, whatever you got fucking do, man. Like, you know, Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, my, was, like my parents never, uh, they never, it's not like they actually like wanted me go- like I'm, I'm confident that if, that if, um, they like having you around, like, yeah, yeah, like they, yeah, they, they would, I think they would almost prefer having me live at home, even though I, you know, I am 29. It's like, I think oh, they yeah. would, they, they would prefer having me at home as opposed to moving out. Cause I, rem- I remember when I like told my mom, uh, I was moving out for the first time. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm going to move to Toronto, like with my girlfriend at the time. And she's just like, why? Like you play in a band, like you don't make enough money for that. Like, why don't you just stay here and save all your money? And I'm like, no, I, I want to pay money to live to somewhere, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it's so fucking stupid, but, but yeah, like, you know, I, uh, like, and th- like, they've always been down. It's just like, yeah, after a little while, I'm like, fuck, like I got to get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like fucking just like dealing with not, not that, not that they're like insufferable, but you know, just, yeah, just like not having my own space to, to chill and shit. It was yeah. just like, Oh God damn it. And the phone just rang nonstop and it was never for me. That pissed me off. <laughs> uh, I don't think my parents have a landline anymore, which is sick. Yeah. The, the yeah, year I lived with them, it was cool because they were pretty lax on, I mean, one, they have a hot tub and a bar, so I, I drank oh, a lot, God which damn is great. It. Yeah. My yes. dad, my parents have a full bar in their basement, like with like, yeah, it's great. And then they have a hot that tub is outside. Sick. So the I just get trashed. Is... Um, and they don't care if I smoke at all. And they like, you know, Oh yes. Yes. Yeah, chill with me and stuff. So that's cool. Um, when I but, go visit now, I just go in my mom's purse and like take a cigarette and she's just like, well, I don't have many left. Like, you yeah, know, right. not, not like it's not a, not concerned being like, Oh, you shouldn't do that. Cause it's severely unhealthy that she's just like, Hey, I'm running low. All right. And it's yeah, just right. like, God damn it. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. And once my parents like, you know, they'll occasionally smoke a dope or something, which is cool for, yeah, you know, my, sorry if yeah, I'm blasting you guys and you hear this. Sorry, mom <laughs> and dad. No, I, uh, my, I mean, since like, cause like since, since weed is legal in Canada, like just across the yeah. country now it's um my dad has i mean my my dad had like a medical marijuana card before it was like officially legal um and he was um not he wasn't uh he like it was just mostly like cbd stuff for like for yeah. uh you know his Drunk i don't know he like, yeah yeah he he's like he's old like he's got you know he's he's fine but he's just like he's just an old guy who like you know can't fucking he got hit too many times playing hockey, so now he's yeah. like all bend, bending over sucks. But he's fine. But uh, yeah, he was like on the CBD for that and and all that shit. And then <coughs> since since it got legalized, um, he's been more so like, oh, I got like weed gummies. You know, they they knocked me out. I was pretty stoned and That's stuff. Sick. And like my mom has like a little pen. My brother actually works at a like or worked I guess at a dispensary. So he was like bringing stuff home for them and shit. And they were trying it. And it's like it's it's cool. Nice. You know, it's weird that the only thing keeping them from doing it and having a good time is legality is, is, is like the law when it was, you know, like we're not talking about like, you know, Oh, murder. Like, Oh yeah. Killing people feels cool. So I, even though it's illegal, I want to do it. Like we're talking about weed, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, 
That's and the same in, with my in, parents. In Canada, too. Like, yeah. The, the no, closest no thing for them is Massachusetts. No one's getting for that. Exactly. closest thing for my parents is, like, Massachusetts or Vermont. So they'll fucking dip on over there and just, because it's, like, 45 yep. minutes. Oh, they yeah. Live in yeah, totally. So it's, like, boom, they can just get over there and do it. And that's the thing. Now that people can actually go buy it legally and, like, go to a store and talk to somebody about it, they love to try it because it's great. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, that, and that's the thing is like, you know, uh, like if it helps, like my mom's pretty fucking high strong. That's like where I get it from, you yeah. know? So, you uh, don't smoke, ch- ch- like, right? uh, n- no, no, it's, it's very, it's very rare, very rare yeah. for me. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, I'm like, fuck it. If that, if that can like chill her out and like, and you know, force her to fucking relax for like an hour a day, I'm like, yeah, okay, let's go. Like that, you know, then clearly it's, Clearly, it's doing something. It just, you know, it's just yeah. annoying that they would have never done it before because it was, you know, it's like, oh no, I, I can't go buy, I can't go buy weed. It's like, you know what, like what country yeah. we live in, right? Like, you're fine. We're not talking about, you know, it's not like you're, yeah, especially being going, that you guys are Canadian. Like, Canada's lax as shit. Yeah, That's for sure. Fine. And it was always, you know, even like I, I can understand that being in like certain areas of the states you know what i mean like oh being in like texas or some shit and being like i'm not even gonna bother it's like oh no for sure like definitely don't but you know canada was always was always pretty uh was always pretty pretty relaxed about it but yeah but yeah you know they're they're doing that i i don't know i i never i went through a period where i was like smoking weed a lot and it's just i don't like the uncertainty of it. It, it like you know i i do like those dosist pens where it's like you hit it and they like vibrate and you're like, Hey, that's one hit. And then, oh, that's cool. And it's like, you know, Oh, they're, they're fucking amazing. It's just like a, it's like a little vape pen and they have like, they have like 10 different kinds. Like they have like one that's called like calm one that's called bliss. Like they have a sleep one. They have like a horny, like sexy time one. They oh, have a pain sick. one, like just at any type of like, you know, whatever you're after, like they, they have it. And you hit it and it's like, and it'll like, you just pull on it and it'll vibrate once it's like, that's a a single hit. So, you know, like, okay, like I, I hit it five times and that was way too much. So I'm going to do three. And then you're like, Hey, this is my new comfortable. So you like get a familiar, but I guess it's like a familiar type of high every time, which is why I like drinking because I'm like, I know that it comes on slow. So once I get to my level, I'm like, okay, this is where I'm at. If I need to, you know, if I, if I'm too drunk, I can like eat something or drink some water, whatever. But I, with weed, I'm just like, Oh fuck, I'm having a freak out and I just have to sit here and take yeah. it, you know, like that, that pisses me off. I've only ever had like one or two strains that really give me anxiety for the, but I'm also a mega pothead. Like if I eat like an edible, I can eat like 250 milligrams yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and be fine and giggle like I did the first time. Um, yeah, the one time I had like a weed drinking, brownie, I, our, yeah. our guitar player gave me one and I thought, I straight up thought I was dying. I'm That's like, awesome. oh no, like I'm, I've this watched is that it. happen to people. I think it's funny. <laughs> but it's, just, it's terrible to watch. I mean, I feel bad, sure. but, um, and that's the thing. You always feel so yeah. stupid after, like, you're like, you know, you're like, God damn it. Like, it's just fucking, it was just weed. Like, I yeah. know I'm not going to die, but when you're in that, you're like, but what if, you know, it's like, it's not even that, like the, that, the, the weed's going to kill you. You're like, wait a minute. Like, what if I have an underlying health condition that I didn't know about? Like, what if I have a bad so, heart and my heart's pounding fast? Have you never done hallucinogenics? Fast? 
Oh God, no! no. Oh, see, if yeah, I you don't do like the loony off. bin. Yeah, I like the nope. loony bin. See, my I'm all about. I like to go there. The only thing I haven't done is DMT, just because when I had it, it was years ago, and I was just yeah, like, I wasn't there. I think now I could do it, and I'd have a good time. If touring comes back, oh, I could fucking try DMT, and I'd feel great. But yeah. you know, if you don't want to get stuck living out the life cycle of a caterpillar in your fucking brain, but um, yeah, exactly. And like that, that's the thing. Like I feel like with you know, like the fucking, what's it called? Like, I don't know, like mushrooms and fucking LSD yeah. and all that shit. Like, I don't think I could handle that because of, just because of how Oh, uh, when things go south, it's it, weird. Yeah, like yeah. D- DMT sounds cool to me because it's like, it's you, quick. you know, you're in and out in 15 minutes. So it's like, okay, like it might feel like forever in my brain, but I know that if it's I, not, you know, it's like, yeah. I know that I could literally just turn my phone off and then 15 minutes later, if I missed a call, I can be like, oh, hey, I was taking a shower. What's up? In you know, it's not going to yeah. it's not going to put me on my ass for like a day and a half. For sure. In order to do hallucinogenics successfully, you have to have a quality sense of logic. You have to be able to like keep yourself through no matter what's going on where you're just yep. like, yep. "No, nah, I'm fine. I know I'm fine." Like, worst I, case, I, you know. The only I thing do, is acid, there's no that. eject <laughs> button. Like you could say if you're doing mushrooms and you're having a terrible time, you could go and you could try to throw up or whatever. But yep. generally you just gotta ride it out. That's mushrooms are more difficult for me, but acid, there's no eject button. But also acid is amazing. So um <laughs> doesn't really I, matter. Kids I'd don't like do to, drugs. Like I'm not telling you to do drugs. I'm just saying yeah. that I've done drugs, so that's all. If you I mean fuck, if you're if you're gonna do them, I just be safe. Like I I'm so I'm the guy that like when you know, like we've shaman. been on tour before and it's like, oh, everyone like, you know, everyone's going to like do mushrooms or something fucking crazy. And I'm like, I'm the one that just sits there with like yeah. a glass of wine. And they're like, you know, like I've done that in the past where they were like, Brennan, I'm freaking out. And I'm like, no, you're not. It's fine. Like, think about anything. Like, you know, it's good. Yeah. Like, I've got you. You're safe. It's fine. Like, I'm the one that, you know, I that's do great. that for, for people just because I'm like, that's all I would want if I yeah. was in that scenario. I just want someone to be like. No, nah, man, you're good. Don't worry about it. Like, look, here's a picture of a panda. You like them, right? And I'd be like, yes, I do. Yeah. Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. <laughs> Pandas are tight. I watched a video of a panda eating a big carrot the other day, and it was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone's Everyone's been sending me that one. I like. I think I know which panda specifically it is. I'm on that level now. Yeah. Where, like, when I see them, I'm like, oh, that's... Like that's you know that's Ruru, that's fucking Jinhu. Like I know them specifically by their looks now, just because I follow so many. But and that plus one, there's not many that there's probably not that many left in like. They're actually they're captivity. back. Are they? They're they're, g- good? they're good. Yeah, yeah. That's they're sick. not they're not on the endangered species list anymore, which that's is right. which is sick. They have such yeah, a, like human like faces. Their yeah, expression yeah. They're is very. Um, they're I sick. I don't, I don't know why I, I like them. And everyone, you know, people always ask, they're like, what's the deal with the, well, you always post the panda shit. Like, what's up with that? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, do you not like it? Like, do you see that and get mad? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you like, oh, Brandon posted a new story. And it's like, oh, yeah. Like, you want to see the fucking a new, another colorway of the nothing left to love hoodie instead of a fucking yes. cute panda rolling around? They really around? do, though. Yeah, they, they do. They want it on Champion, just so you know. Yeah. Oh, of course. Um, just not gilded. But you know what though? At least you guys have merch that bangs, and it's like easy prints. It's like one color. So yeah, cool. I yeah you know, I, I I like that. I, that screen I think, is kicking ass for you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, what's the what's the cost for this to set up the screen? Like, oh, I think bucks. I I think we've made I think we've made that back. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we um, 
yeah, I'm I'm so glad that that worked out, and our kids just yeah. kind of like you know pretty much whatever we tell them like hey this is cool like we only do it if it's cool so it's like but hey just so you know this actually is really cool and people are like okay i'm down because Does that blue uh fresh cut shirt sell out uh which one the uh, i think it's just a blue t-shirt and it says flowers unless you just did it on the hoodie i thought you did a t-shirt too with the same color. uh could be the florist one and i'm not i'm not the entirely florist, sure yeah but um um, that I've seen that one around oh, a lot too. Sick. Like I've seen, that's like sick. yeah, it's getting, yeah. That's that's it. I'm I'm so I'm so glad. I think one of the best things that's ever happened to our world, like our like heavy music world, is that people woke up one day and said, "Wait a minute! Like, why would I buy a shirt that has like nine colors and a fucking yeah. octopus?" Puking a band name on it. Like I just want them. To, I just want a black shirt with white bold letters something tight and and it's really small in the center of the shirt yep. like that was the best thing that ever happened because it's just like yes like look but you see, guys we were on top of that you were one of the first bands to be like fashion conscience conscious and to you know put out merchandise that i think helped the band as much as the band helped the merch because a lot of yeah, bands true, they'll true. be um you know very successful musically but they don't sell merch well and you know there's definitely bands that come to mind for me that i've seen that with and then there's other bands that sell a shit ton of merch maybe even more than their band is big um yeah yeah totally um, yeah. so you guys I, have always had i would say <laughs> you and knocked loose have a really comfortable um mix of the same where it's like our fans love our merch. Our merch brings in fans, but it's, you know, either way we yeah, of each course. other and it's more even yep. rather than one being more dominant. Yeah. Yeah. Like on one side or the other, I, yeah. I really, I really like, um, I like that too. Cause like, I mean, I mean like, you know, I'm not me personally, like I'm definitely not the most like fashion forward, like conscious guy, you know, like I just, I, well know, dressed. I, I know what I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go that far. <laughs> like I just, I, I just very normal, but it's like, but that, that's the thing is like, I, I just, I like, I like subtle, easy, like more basic type of designs. Cause I, you know, I don't want to draw attention to myself at, at all, which is like, I know it's like counterproductive to being a, the fucking vocalist in a band for sure. But, but yeah, I just, I, I much prefer to just like, lay low and shit like i don't want you know i'm not the guy that i don't want to be the center of, i don't want to walk into a room and have a fucking 12 color shirt that's fucking crazy yeah. and everyone's looking at me saying like oh get a load of this guy's shirt you know it's like i just want to walk in with a tiny a shirt with a tiny little logo or none at all you know and just and just go about my fucking night that's why i like the small you know I mean? embroidery work you guys have done with like the hoodies having the knot symbol and and i remember back when yeah, we were doing yeah, sure. warp tour <laughs> And talking to Trey about um, his design work for that, for the You're Not You Anymore, I think it was the first time that yep. you dropped that yep. new logo. And I was, he was just like, yeah, dude, it's a fucking emoji, bro. And yeah, no, like, that, it, oh yeah, my that's, God, you're so smart. Holy yep. shit. And that, then is, it that is exactly why we went with it. Yeah. We actually, like, we, um, we like we were it was a toss up between like there's that like there's like the like the no symbol and then there's uh there's another one that's like it's like a it's an equal sign but yeah. there's a, there's like a, a like a line through it like a strike through it and it's supposed to be like like not equal to or like does not equate to and like that actually 
makes more sense in the context like that yeah. and, and like and also it looks cooler so it's like that i wish we could have done that but then when we were deciding it was just like well the circle with the line through it like there's a fucking emoji and yep. that was that was the literally the end of it like people are like oh what's the what's the meaning behind the circle and it's just like it just means like no, and there's a fucking emoji, so that's why we ran with it because yeah, everyone it in the world well. has it on their phone already. You know what I mean? Oh, the yeah. other one, you have to like, you have to like Google it and then copy and paste it and shit like that. The other one's literally on your fucking keyboard. And being able to brand something that's already existing as something that's more so yours is also very clever. Where you know yeah. a lot of yeah, people totally. you know wouldn't take that backwards approach where they're like well we have this idea and this is already something that exists and now I can just take this and kind of brand it as my own which anyone in the scene that sees that symbol knows what the fuck it is um, oh for sure and yeah. it's awesome you know I it's I I was I saw this post on Facebook yesterday where a kid was asking for advice on you know how to properly you know sell their merch better how to be more successful with it and one yep. thing that constantly comes to mind with me um, is the chicken and the egg, where it's like a band sells merch because a band writes good songs. And of a course. band um, needs to have good merch if they have good songs. Otherwise, they won't be successful with what is pretty much how we make all of our money, which is merch. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. But, you know, these people that are like, well, you know, why isn't my shirt selling? Well, maybe it's because there's a million colors. The design is not very cool. Maybe you need to think about your band name. Maybe you need, you know, people need to put actual focus into the brand itself. Of course. And don't, you know, you can't expect to, you know, make a massively successful band without a quality brand. And that doesn't have to be the same for everyone. It could be municipal waste. It could be fucking anthrax, or it could be fucking counterparts and Octoose. Everyone is different, but you know, yeah, there's just that constant people lose focus on that when, you know, especially young kids, they see other people just take off and start blowing up and they're like, Well, how did that happen? And a lot of it too is proper marketing, getting someone to help you put your songs in the right place or to get you to put your videos in front of the right people to help you actually to grow organically. And just because you're paying for marketing doesn't mean that you're paying for plays. You're paying for your stuff to be a part of the algorithm, which is everything now. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think I think also like when like when trying to give advice to I guess like younger bands and stuff that are starting out and they're like, oh like you know, what should we do? Like what, what's there to do? Like a lot of the times it's like, honestly, it's not even about what you do. It's like, you know, it's what you don't, it's it's what what you, it it is for sure how you do it. But it's also, it's like, yeah, just like it, you know, I can give you way more of like what not to do because, you know, it's like through my own, like our own like trial and error, I guess, you know what I mean? And it's like, and it's like, there's, you know, I always tell people like, you know, people are like, Oh, like I want to grow my band. I want to do this or that. It's like first, like first and foremost, it's like, just make sure the songs kick fucking ass because if you're starting out or like, and if the music's that good, like, you know, like you're, you're kind of, you're kind of set. Like it would, it would take a lot, you know, it's like if, if you're the band with with good songs, you can do whatever you want on a t-shirt and people will probably buy it. But if you're, you know, if your music isn't there, it's like then you have to hit the nail on the head design wise. Yeah. So, you know, but th- at that point, you don't it's want like, the merch oh, okay. to be the thing that carries you. Exactly. Because then it's like, are you a band or are you a fucking clothing line? You know, yeah. it's like you have to figure out what 
what you want. It's like you want people to like your songs and come see you play. So focus on that and then everything else will just like fall into place and just have someone to tell you whether or not you're making a mistake. <laughs> like that's yeah. it. Well, have that's a manager a- to give you a thumbs up or thumbs down and you'll be fine. Just yeah. do your thing. And that's the the interesting thing going, you know, to end that's funny that you've ended with talking about a manager because I had someone also this week hit me up being like, Hey, can you check out the song? You know, what should we do next? You know, I think we should get like a manager and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, there's not anything to manage yet. What you need to do first is get your song out there, get it properly pushed in front of people. And then a manager will come because someone yeah, will of course. to work on yeah. your band. So another situation of people wanting something first where you don't need a label, you don't need a manager. What you need to do is find yourself a good producer that, you know, don't just go to Joe Schmo down the street. Go to, you know, if you like yeah. a, if the way that Sayosin sounds, go to Bo Burchell. You can fu- hit him up on fucking Exactly, Instagram. yeah. You know, yeah, if you, you like fucking- if you like the way Counterpart sounds, try to go to like Randy or Will or Matt or someone that's within the machine shop. Exactly. Uh, or, yeah. sorry, graphic nature. Um, graphic nature, yeah. You know, stuff like that where people need to just, it's as simple as that, except for kids think that this stuff is like unreachable, which is also why I own FeatureDex.com, and you can go there to work with any of your favorite musicians and soon to be producers as well. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, exactly. you know, people think that everyone's unreachable where, you know, everything's a fucking DM away these days. It just depends on if you got a fucking blue check mark or not, you fucking punk ass bitch. Exactly. You need the, I'm yeah, I, I only reply to the blue checks. So if only. you don't have one, uh, do not even talk to me. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you can speak to my agent. Uh, no, but <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, that that's the thing. Like I always see. You're with Matt, right? Speaking of which. Uh, booking wise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we, oh yeah, he's a fucking man. I love him. But we, yeah, no, I, I, I agree completely. It's like people are, you know, people are kind of like afraid to, to just try it. And it's like, man, just like, what's the, uh, that's, I mean, that's something that that's happened to me. I guess like I've learned that through just getting older and stuff. It's like, you can just try and you know what I mean? Like, I I think, I think the, the fear of failure it's always going to be there for me, but when I was a kid, it was a lot crazier. And now I'm just like, well, I'll, I'll try it. Like, I don't know. I got a fucking thing from T-Mobile the other day about how we're like roaming with our phone too much. Cause like, you know, three of us are in Canada and we can't go to the States. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to try and talk to them. And I just like called and talked to them. And I think, you know, and I was nice and I'm like, Hey, can you please help me out, man? Like, I don't know what to do. Like, can you just, can you just, take the thing off the, you know, can you just take the warning off the plane? Can you just let me have this dude, please? And he's like, yeah, all right. You know what That's I mean? Awesome. It's just like, and it's like, yeah, the like worst case scenario, he would have been like, no. And then I would have been like, okay, kiss my ass. Then I'll find somewhere else to, you know, I'm going to take seven phone lines on one plan and go to a different company. Like, fuck you. You know what I mean? And it's like, but you never know until you try it. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing with like asking bands that you like, you know what I mean? Like, like submitting for tours and shit. It's like, Oh, like, you know, why bother? Like they're not going to pick us. And it's like, dude, sometimes you got to ask counterparts if they'll tour with you and then they turn it down and you have to be like, all right, well, I'll find someone else. (laughs) And that's fine. This is something that happens in life. And I would, I don't know anything (laughs) about this. This has never happened to me. I'm not speaking from experience because we didn't try to get counterparts to go on a tour with us recently. Oh man. But you know, 
Dude, yeah, I, so I, fuck I, you, bro. Honestly. <laughs> no, last episode when I had Travis on, um, yep. I was just like, yeah, bro, so how's it to like fucking turn down a Fit for a King tour? Why'd you say you didn't want to tour with bands like us? <laughs> but, it, you know, that's the reality of the situation, but it is, I guess, especially with bands like both of yours and ours, it is always like a mixing of worlds where we're like, well, we'll see how the fuck this goes um, yeah, in a situation, I, but... I think I think for for uh, for us it's it's a little bit more. I, I would say like there's definitely going to be some. There'll there'll for sure be some like, you know, uh, like a little bit of mixing going on where it's like, hey, like oh, I wonder how that's going to work. But for the most part, I would I'm like this just it just just makes sense. I just I, I'm pretty sure around that time that we were talking about that. I think it was like we I literally had everybody in the band going like no, we can't be on tour for two months straight or I'll die. And I'm yeah. like, all right, all right. Okay. Like that's, that's fine. I remember like, I Respect. remember hitting everyone up because we also, I think around that same time, like we were like stray was trying to get us to do something too. And I'm like, guys, like, you know, friends, right there. They, and more money. And everyone's like, no, I'm like, oh, okay, fine. I'll fucking sit at home then. Yep. But now, but now I'm like, you know, that was, it's, it's so crazy how much I, I changed my mindset from like before I was like, yeah, I don't care if I'm on tour fucking every month out of the year. I hate being at home. It's so boring. And now like thinking about touring coming back, I'm like, fuck off. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you want me to leave the house? Like, okay, make it worth my goddamn while. Like yep. you promise me that people are going to come or you pay me oh, a lot of money. People are going and to that's fucking it. come. It is going to be insane when our bands go back out on tour. People, I, the yeah, shows I are going to be wild, <clears throat> especially because at first we're probably going to have to play smaller venues if there's any left to play. And yeah, yeah, it's fuck. just going to be insane to see. But I am very excited for that. And one of the things that, you know, it's cool that you guys, for instance, you put out the B-side stuff during this pandemic um, from your previous record, which was yeah, really yeah, smart. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it helped to carry through because... A lot of people, I think, um, are saving new albums for right for when, when things yeah. are announced, and it's going to be a fucking shit show. And people at the same time have asked, like, oh, how is it to release an album during the pandemic? Fucking awesome. It was great, because there's no competition. There's no one to yeah. fucking deal with. <clears throat> and like now we got a bunch of attention on ourselves, and it was awesome. And when everyone goes and puts out 500 records all at the same time, when you get announcements for next spring or, or summer or whatever the fuck, it's like, guys, uh, no, like this is not not smart. But we'll see what happens, because I also really feel for the young bands who put out records right before this shit, and then now they have no way to recoup it, and they're going to be fucked. Uh, yeah, to- totally. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the way shittier situation. Of course, and that and that that does stink, but uh, yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, like, um, because what we did, fucking like the end record came out. I I think like you know during it was like not only during the pandemic, but it was also like it was right as you know everything was going on in the states and with you know with like Black Lives Matter and the protests and you know it was like and like trust me, I mean we definitely you guys didn't, delayed it a week or we two didn't, though, didn't you? Uh, I. Th- I think I think just barely like it yeah. was it was it was something where it was like okay like how many days can we put this on hold so we aren't you know so we're like not taking the spotlight from things that matter and it was like I think we had like a grace period of a week where it's like 
okay, yeah, we'll just put them, we'll just put it out a week later or something. Yeah. But, but yeah, like that, that was, you know, that was the thing. It was like, we couldn't really delay it. And we didn't like, I didn't want to put it out. Like I remember when we were talking about it, I was just like, don't, don't do that. Like, don't put it out now. That's stupid. Like there, you know, there's so much shit going on. Like no one's going to take a fucking break and listen to the end record. You know, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, there's like real shit happening in the world right now. This is insane. Um, but you know, everything was set in stone and like it had to be done. So it came out and it's like, I'm, I'm thankful for it too, because it's like, it, it all kind of just goes back to what, what I was saying before, where it's like, I think the songs are good. And we like, we like literally didn't fucking promote it. Like I tweeted like, Hey, like I'm getting in here quick. And then it's back to, you know, sharing like relevant information on what's yeah. going on in the United States. Uh, but yeah, the end record is out. If you want to jam it, go ahead. You know, and like that type of shit. It was like, I think we, we had like a post from the fucking Instagram one and that was it. And it was like, and the record still did really well. And yep. people like, like, you know, people like they it. sought it out and, and listened to it. So it's like, yeah. if it's the music's good, group. It's crazy. you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, we're, we're the fucking Kings, you know, but you no, but fucking great, man. I mean, it's I, I think, crazy I think group it's cool. I think it's culminating cool. together. The only person I'm not, the drummer is from structures, right? Or something. Uh, no, the, well, the original, like Andrew, he played in structures and he plays in trade win now, but now the drummer is Billy Reimer from Dillinger. What? And I think he, yeah, yeah. On, on like the last end record, it's, it's Billy Reimer playing drums and oh, like, fuck yourself. Any of the shows that we've wow. done since, I think since, I think we only played That's like a bullshit. couple with Andrew, but yeah, Billy's, Billy's on drums full time now. Yeah. <clears throat> between him and Greg, I would nerd pretty hard. Um, yeah. Stupid yeah. Questions. Um, but Dude, they're know, all, they're all nuts. They all have the craziest fucking stories. And Ray is from, uh, Reign Supreme, right? Uh, yeah. Jay. Yeah. Or Jay. 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 Yeah. Sorry. He, and also he sings for Halud sometimes. Oh, that's awesome. Sometimes out of nowhere, he'll just, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm. It's a great like, singer. He, yeah, he's scary looking awesome. motherfucker. He he is. It's funny that, like, visually scary, and then you hang out with him and you're like, man, this guy's so fucking nice. Yeah, he's I listened so to cool. an interview with him where he kind of discussed that, where he was like, yeah, people are intimidated, but I'm a pretty nice guy. Um, yeah, like, straight sense. up one of the nicest. Like, he looks scary, and then he just, like, walks in and goes, like, Hey, you, Hey, like who's coming with me to get ice cream? And you're like, all right. <laughs> like, yep. Okay. You're like, it's good to know that if something happened and you were next to me, like I probably wouldn't have to lift a finger. Uh, but you know, it's also sick that he's just like, yeah, I don't know. Fucking it. let's, yeah. you know, Hey, I'm, I'm driving a fucking, you know, like we're going to a water park. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like That's this guy's awesome. so fucking cool. Yeah. He, everyone in N rocks. Speaking it's of- funny. Like I'm, I'm literally the biggest fucking loser. Like, like, you know, in terms of everyone's like, oh, the super group, like the musically talented, like, you know, members of this. I'm just like, I'm the fucking yelly guy from counterparts. Like everyone else has like an insane track record of what they don't know, man. Of like career stuff. And I'm just like, I'm the fucking hate myself guy. I think. Oh, my God. I fucking hate the world. I fucking hate my Yeah. Like that's, um, yeah, it's like, it's like that versus like, oh, this guy was in Reign Supreme and Blacklisted and this guy was in With Honor and fucking uh, Shy Halud and Misery Signals and this guy from Dillinger and everything. And it's like, oh, but the guy with the fucking, you know, the circle yeah. shirt guy with the strike through it. You know what though? You being a current vocalist, I think is what makes and 
as popular as it is though at the same time um in terms of being something nice, that's, nice of uh, you to say i i and, hope and that would um, make me feel good <laughs> you know here another compliment is i remember back when um when we toured with every time i die and Beartooth, keith buckley said something really nice to ryan once um where keith was like man you are so consistent to him not to me um yeah. and he was like you're so insanely consistent it's like you and brendan who are like the two most consistent vocalists i think i've i've seen and that I just was thought was a super cool compliment, and also to that's have sick. people I didn't... put in the same little box, even though yeah. our bands are very different. It was like, man, that's fucking awesome. But he's very true. Where I've never seen you had an off day, even after like getting drunk at one o'clock during during a hundred degree fucking summer show at Warp Tour. Oh yeah, so, I mean that's that's my that's my normal. So that's just fine. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's we. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. Like <clears throat> people always. People will ask me, like, you know, what do you do to, like, take care of your voice and, and stuff like that, like, you know, on, on tour and, and, and do you warm up and stuff? And I'm like, no. Like, my warm up is literally, like, I drink from the bottle, like, Jameson from the bottle and put on my fucking It Dies Today blouse. And then I walk <laughs> on stage and, and do it. But also, like, you know, I I guess, I guess just because I've been doing it for so long, like, I've been, like, literally been screaming for, like, you know, fucking like 13 years probably more more so and it's like i think at this point it's like just muscle memory it's like oh i know that if i if i yell like this and move my my fucking throat muscles like this i'll be fine and i won't get hurt you definitely use your range more and end where you add more love for sure for sure which is real sick i love hearing you do that um dude and that's straight up easier like like doing like tracking an end record on vocals is so much easier than counterparts like doing like if you know if we're talking like i have two songs they're both three minutes long from each band the counterpart song is going to take me like a couple hours and the end one i'll be done in like 20 minutes it's like what's the difference i think just because the the style of what i'm doing with counterparts it's like i just have to push a lot harder to get it to sound the way that i want um Whereas yeah. end, it's like I'm either really low or I'm really high, and like though that in itself makes the vocals cool. But with yeah. counterparts, it's like no, I'm actually just yelling at the top of my lungs, like I'm just screaming makes sense. as as hard as I can. So it's like yeah, There's it takes so me much forever because and so I, much diction though. You know when you yeah, that's, you're one that's, of the that's most the hard, clear vocalists out. You know no, everyone you. when you see whether it's even and the thing for me is. Does do they sound live the way that they sound on the record? That's what matters to me, and it's you know the most consistent. And yeah. you know the greats always did, whether it be a, a Jeff Rickley, a Davey Havoc, a Palumbo, whatever. Yeah. And then you know you you've always had that where you can go see any counterpart show, and it's insanely consistent, and you sound just like the record. Yeah, um, I th- honestly, I think I sound better. I think for whatever reason, like doing. The energy, like maybe you know, yeah, like that. That, that, yeah, that might be it. But it's like, yeah, like when I, it's so, it's so weird. I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, tell me how I can, I can play like 15 songs in one hour live and sound better than when I'm in a studio and I record a song and it takes me four hours. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, what you know, like how does this make sense? But it's like, and then and then even live, I'm like, oh, like like when I see live videos or something like that, I'm like this sounds good. Like I, I'm not out of breath or nothing. Then when we're in the studio, it's like, I literally have to record like every two words 
because I just run out of breath so fast. I'm like, I got to, I'll figure it out. I one think day. we think, you know, but, I think about it too much when I'm in the studio where I just need to like be, if I'm the more relaxed I am, the easier it is for me for sure. And I think I just always totally. do every couple words or whatever, just because it's like, well, it's a record. It has to be perfect. When then you have that, those that, that too, yeah. you do just like, you know, there's always that occasional bridge section where you just like black out, you crush it and you're like, yes, that's perfect. Don't touch it. That's, that's it. Uh, Ex- exactly. Yeah, you know. for sure. It's usually just the bridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so there's something about a good bridge that makes that constantly happen. Dude, speaking of all-star people, though, I have a question for you. Yes. Is Kyle actually the best rock star drummer on the planet or some shit? Yes, yes. He Rock band, no, rock yes, band. Yes, no, Sorry, no the, word the of a lie. He, he is on the leaderboard. He's number one on earth in rock band drums and has been for years. And that's, that's insane. That's the, it's the craziest thing ever. Cause it's like, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I have friends that are like really good at shit, but he's like the best at something. He's, he's like, I mean, maybe, maybe now there's like, you know, some fucking kid who's been training to beat him and could probably beat him now. But like, if we're going based off of like, ranked leaderboard type shit it's like i like he's the best on earth and i know him i'm in a band with him like that how fucking crazy is that that's unreal because he also as a drummer makes me very mad because he just consistently like are you smoking like a fucking bong or something no sorry i was chugging water (laughs) oh okay that's awesome it sounded like a bong um i'm getting fucking ripped now rip bro i Um, like weed now we talked about it. Now I like it. <laughs> you know what? It happened. You know, speaking of which, I wasn't. Fit for a King did have the number one rock album on iTunes as of like yesterday, but now fucking Tom Petty, piece of shit, and some fucking Fleetwood Mac, that band, whatever, greatest hits album is out of us. So fuck you. We're still yeah. number one metal, though. Um, there, you, there you go. See, the, and that's the thing. It's like, just, it's those like small things where you're like and like at the end of the day it's like i know it doesn't matter it's the same as like first week sales and all that shit right it's like it's like you know at the end of the day like it's it's just funny that like in this you know i'll be like i don't give a fuck about first week like don't i don't even care if you listen to the record like fuck off whatever it doesn't matter to me like go go steal it i don't give a fuck like it's fine and then then immediately turn around and look on my phone and be like hey so uh, how do we do well, what, yep. you know, do do, <laughs> oh, do yeah. we break the billboard top two hundred? It's like it. It's still really cool to oh, yeah. see your name like that, like to see your band's name and like actually, it's like getting a fucking trophy. You know, it's like oh, okay, like that's not the reason why I did it, but you it's know, it's a nice little thing. But I do think that oh, some sure. certain, you know, some people care about that too much. Like even if you talk about that, like I I, I can't. I mean, moving forward, like, I'm not going to give a shit about any of that. Like, when I, you know, when it's like, oh, you can't release the record without touring and stuff, it's like COVID kind of proved that you can and it still works. And that yeah. system is outdated. You know, like, now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. back when people were buying records, it's like, yeah, first week matters. Now it's like, dude, who's buying it? Who's going to the store and buying it? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I mean, I know people do that, and like, obviously, I thank them. But I would say, like, you're a select few for sure. So to, you know, to plan your whole year around something that 
doesn't happen anymore seems fucking insane to me. Yeah, and but, it's not that bad. You know, I I will say, you know, if only every, you know, once every two years, you got to ask people to actually buy your record rather than just sure. listen to it. Yeah. Not so bad, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, I get, it's a... It's an interesting thing, the whole sales situation now, especially because they're constantly navigating it and trying to figure out, like, okay, does a vinyl still count as two or does it count as one? Or now what are yeah, we doing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're constantly yeah. trying to figure it out. And it's, you know, the interesting thing with Spotify, too, I find is, like, one, it would be really great, obviously, if we all made more from streaming. But also if you do, like, work with them and play into it more they do help you to do better and to expand, um, which is really yeah. nice as well. So yeah. it's an interesting give and take kind of situation. Regardless, that fucker is still a billionaire, so obviously he's making more money off my record than I am. Um, of course, yeah. And and that's the thing. Like I, I see, you know, like I see people doing that and like people posting it and everyone's like, oh, like aren't you mad? Like aren't you mad at the Spotify man? And it's like, no, not really. No, if no. I came up with it, I you know I everyone would be mad at me, but I'd still be like, well, I'm still a billionaire. Like, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, you know, it's and, it's like, like yeah. I get I I get it. I understand, I understand like the the like the evil in like hoarding money and you know doing like that type of shit. Like, I I get that, and I'm on board. I'm like, yeah, like if they have more money than they know what to do with, like, there should be some way to like fucking help you know what i mean like yeah. oh they donated a million bucks like okay that's like me donating a fucking toonie and saying like hey yeah. hey here you go i solved world hunger with two dollars like it's i i understand that but i don't know i guess like specifically when we're talking spotify thing like they're like they don't pay you anything for royalties like you know like that sucks and i'm like well you know you're you're speaking as as if i was under the impression that i was going to make money playing in a band you know the interesting <laughs> you know I mean? thing like, too is that pretty much everyone that will share that or make the comment be like what's well, aren't you guys pissed it's like well did did you buy the album <laughs> yes did, it, did yeah, you that, go that, do that, that because that you too. could you could go to my website you could go to merch now you can go wherever you can buy it but did you exactly yeah and it that's the thing is it all starts with yourself um you can't go and bitch about the system unless you're going to actually try to change it so go to featuredex.com and exactly. purchase a and feature book from me Brendan Murphy because then we both get Tuck and I both get the money actually uh, you want to hear something cool we made a change on Friday that I okay. can now talk about so in the past you I took a percentage from you um, yep. for the feature. I am no longer doing that. You get the whole thing now. Really? Yeah. Um, we are doing a 1999 service fee from the requesting person and that's it. So, Oh, okay. We hey, that's, it. um, that's, that's cool. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. We've thought about it and it's one of those things where, you know, it's starting to pick up some steam. Things are going well. We're really happy with it. And after talking sure. with our legal team and stuff, we were like, you know what, this, is the better model to go. And then as we expand out, you know, eventually we have some bigger plans that will make it even easier for the user and stuff too. Um, but yeah, we just, I don't know. It, it feels better like not taking money from my friends. Yeah, totally. Cause so. it's like, you know, if, if enough people are doing it, it's like at the end of the day, I think the amount of money that you're making doesn't change. And then you're also by doing that, you're allowing the, the artists like yeah. that use your service to make more. So it's like, you know what I mean? It, like it, it does work out and that's yeah. awesome. I mean, Me dude, the whole, the whole idea of the site is fucking sick. You know what I mean? Like it, Thank you. 
like it does it does it does rock and i mean i know like at first i was like i'm like oh i'd like it's going to be annoying having to go to the studio and and do that all the time like what you know what do we do but it's so it's so easy now when people will reach out or like you know it's different obviously it's different if it's if it's my friends and stuff and they're like hey fucker like you come and yell now and i'm like oh yeah okay on my way but but you know like now you when i when i get when i get those like crazy you know like when i go through my like instagram like message requests and it's like from strangers and it's like hey man like just wondering like what we talked about before like people you know people like going out there and and taking a shot and being like would you and now i have like a link to do it all now it and starts I don't, with I the music it's easy because then it, yeah, you, you can yeah. at least you know a message of someone being like hey will you do this like that's hard to be like well all right well maybe can you send me a thing because you always have to have that extra you know moment. oh yeah no or now course. it's just like okay does this song suck or does it not okay cool yeah it doesn't suck i'm gonna hit you up real quick what do you think? It, you know, what are the lyrics like? What do you want me to do? Okay, sounds good. Can yeah, you pay yeah, me? of course. Pay it done. And you know, you've been one of the people who have like completed a feature and completed a song and stuff like that. Like, would you say overall, apart from our like one little hiccup with PayPal, pretty yeah. smooth? Um, oh, for, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, like, if I, I mean, and like a lot of that, a lot of that as well. Like, it just comes from straight up. Like the the hardest part about doing this is have is like trying to figure out a day that I want to like leave the house and go record. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the hardest part. Like everything else with it is, is like, it's so fucking simple. Like I just, I get the email and it says, Hey, here's, here's the, here's the request. Like, listen and see if it's cool. And I just like, like do it on my phone. I jam through it and I'm just like, okay, I'm in, let's go. And it's like, and then now I actually have like a friend of mine. He has a studio, um, he was rec- he, like he was doing shit at his parents. Like I'd, I had actually tracked stuff with him before um, for like the renounced record and, and stuff like that. Oh, and so sick. I was, um, yeah, oh, yeah, fucking incredible. But yeah, so I was like, I would have to like go to his parents and like just straight up scream in his basement, and it was like mad weird. Like I'd always you know walk in the door and like say hi to his parents, and I'm like, hey, sorry, sorry, I'm here. Yeah, I know right? this fucking <laughs> sucks. But he actually just started. He like got a studio space, and it's like, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, his name's Vince. Does Vince he have Sol- like an Instagram Vince or something Sol- we can plug? Um, let me uh, let me look it up. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he does. I ah, fuck it's his last name. I don't want to I don't want to blow it. <laughs> um, yeah, just yeah, it's just Vince Vince Solivari. V i n c e s o i sorry s o l i v e r i, and he's like he's the dude that I'm doing. Like I I I have it worked out with him where his new studio space is like steps from my apartment. So I'm just like, Hey, I'm just going to give you money whenever people want me to do like guest vocal spots. And he's like, yeah, down for sure. But that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, Now hopefully it's worked out great. Taking that cut, it'll like kind of cover that cost too. Also. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Great. You know? And that's the thing is what, you know, when we thought about it where it's like, well, we take a piece and then also like people are having to pay for their, which obviously we like, you know, gauge the prices based off of having to go and record and stuff like that. I'm just, yeah, yeah, of course. It's going to be a little, little easier now for everybody. Plus it keeps me out of legal trouble. Exactly. You know, exactly. Nobody wants to get sued. Um, especially not me. So definitely not. Um, but we, you know, the real, you know, we'll, we'll do better off of just like ads and shit than taking money from of course. people, you know? So yeah, for sure. We're stoked. It's been nice. Um, 
But that's crazy. Kyle is actually number one. That's yes. fucking mind blowing. Yeah, to me. insane. Actually, it's funny. Actually, like I would also do in the past. I would do it. Like I would have Kyle record it too, because like he has like the studio setup stuff at home. Yeah. So I, he's a I'd super be, Twitch guy, right? Isn't he? Yep. Do all that he, yeah. Yep. Yep. He's he's doing the Twitch thing now. We're yeah. We're all kind of fucking. We're all kind of like on that on that train now. It's That's so right. odd. I'm going to so do it how, as well, I think. Well, I was talking no, to you about it like a week ago or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you like you definitely you definitely should. It's like it's like I said, like it, I guess the the hardest part is fucking is like figuring out your stuff. Like the on, the only difficult part about doing the entire thing is straight up like setting it up. And then once you've done that once, it's like, "Oh, okay." Like, you know, it's all good. Like, yeah, you got to watch a couple fucking YouTube tutorials and stuff. Like how to, you know, how to EQ your mic for fucking streaming. Like, yeah, you got to watch those. But yeah, it, it just, it's fucking, yeah. it's, it's simple. It's so I'm going to take the lazy approach, actually. I have a buddy who like builds computers and I was like, well, what for if sure. I not only I have you build the computer, but just like set everything up at your house and then you can bring it over here and then set it up and then just teach me how to use it because i am such a tiktok um oh oh. Um, yeah i wonder like i wonder what's gonna happen with like i don't know if because like tiktok's like it's like banned walmart bought some of it it's gonna be back uh, in the u.s Oh, okay. I didn't know it was going to be back because I was going to say, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I know it's getting like banned in the U.S., but I think it's I'll still be able to use it here. I mean, not that I, yeah. like, you know, I haven't, I, I know don't you're like a big make TikTok videos okay. on it and stuff, but I, you know, dude, I like I go on there, honestly, all the, going back to the Panda thing, all the Panda accounts I follow, like the, the nannies just straight up like have TikToks where they just post shit with the pandas and it's like okay like That's it's it. just it's just even it's even more uh content that appeals to my interests so it rocks yeah. but but yeah i yeah what what's the thing like what do they think it fucking is like it's like spyware think, bro like like spy yeah spy yeah, shit chinese spyware bro they're coming to fucking watch you through your phone with your tiktok okay um <laughs> They watch you while you're fapping. They watch you all the time. Yeah. They know. Let them. Let them um, look. You let know, them look. Honestly, they're they're, they're going to see me on my couch. See? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like it's like gonna it's hack always my shit sunny and be like, when this they. This kid's boring, dude. Oh, dude, for sure. Yeah, they'll just it's they'll see me just staring into the camera all the time, looking like a fucking weirdo. Um, yeah, I you know that whole thing is interesting. I've never done the TikToker, and I don't have one. Um, but I I should have. I missed the craze. But I'm pretty sure that like Walmart owns like 20 percent now, and then like a couple other companies, and then they're going to allow it back in the U.S. because now it's owned by people within the U.S. Exactly. Um, yeah. So and that's what it's all about. It's got to be within our country. You know. You know what I'm saying, man? It's like. I mean, Dude, you're hit- Canadian. You don't even fucking know. You ain't even fucking really part of this shit, man. You're, yeah, I mean, couldn't <laughs> you don't could, fucking get it? Could you not have found uh, an American to have on the podcast? Why does it have to be a Canadian? Yeah, no, why don't you why keep it? it within? Dude, it's because I'm spying is- on Canada. I want to know how things are going over there. Exactly, dude. Um, that all that shit is. It's so annoying to have to deal with that. Like from, like, I mean, I I would say like my like my band is like the biggest in the United States, like counterparts, like that's our main market. Yeah. In terms, in terms of you like, also do quite I, well in Europe. A, like it, but now, now we're but like, not we're, as big as we're, yeah, yeah, we're, as it's, as it's starting to get better in Europe. Thank God. 
because that took fucking forever. But yep. um, but it's just it's so odd that like coming from like dude like we have American members. I'm in a fucking I'm in another American band. Like like we're on an American oh, label. Yeah. Like all this shit, and we still have to like jump Who else through is Canadian hoops. at this point. Uh, in counterparts, so like yeah. Alex, our guitar player. Um, he was actually like an original member and when Adrian left, like Alex just came back. So he's like, it's oh, good okay. to not be the only like OG anymore. Yeah. Um, so and what, what and how many records did he do? When did he leave the band? Um, Alex left shortly after we did difference between hell and home. So oh, he okay. like, he, he was in from like basically the beginning up until, uh, like he was on profits, current difference. And then he left, and it was replaced by Adrian. Adrian like actually was like selling merch for us beforehand. <laughs> like oh. he would tour he would tour with us and like do merch. And then as soon as Alex was like, I don't think I can do the touring shit anymore, I was just like, So Adrian, like you're you're gonna do it, right? Like you're just gonna join? And he's like, Yeah. And I'm like, Okay, that was easy. And Great then guitar it was, player. It, Adrian was oh, Adrian, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fucking Adrian's another example of like he's like Kyle where it's like if he if he really wants to get good at something, he just does. Yeah. And that, that's like, like our other original guitar player, Jesse, like Kyle, like they're all, it, that, that fascinates me so much because I'm the opposite. I'm like, no matter how bad I want to like be good at something, some things is just like, this will just never click for me. I'll yeah. just never, I'll never be able to, get good at this thing like yeah, video I games is one of them you know? what i can do not what i can't do you know i try to yeah. just avoid things i can't it, do very well it, exactly if i like make it a point to try and learn how to do something or you know that type of shit it's just like it, it's almost like i'm it's like harder for me it's like you know yeah it's like trying to run a race with broken legs i'm like it's so fucking weird but well that's great he's back though um yeah yeah it really is nice. it is um, I mean, uh, also, like, I guess I should have mentioned he, so like he stopped touring, but like he was still around, like he, he wrote, um, like he wrote a bunch of songs on, uh, you're not you and stuff. Oh. Like he was, he was in the studio with us and everything. And then like similar to the vibe that it was like with Jesse. Mm -hmm. And then basically, you know, it was like, I remember it's funny. I remember when, when Adrian was like, Hey, like, you know, I don't think I want to do it anymore. Like, I don't think it's for me. I'm getting older. Like, I'm over it. I'm like, oh, okay. And I, I, I like had a fucking group chat with Alex and, and, uh, Jesse. And I was just like, okay, Adrian quit. Which one of you are doing it? And then they like talked it, oh, like talked it over amongst themselves. And Alex is like, okay, like Jesse can't right now. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. And oh, it's that's like, sick. Yeah. It's just so, so odd, like how easy it is. Yeah, and you know? I didn't know he was still helping write because I know Blake is a big part of the writing as well. Um, oh yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, another definitely. insane guitar player, the pinch yes. master. Yeah, um, Blake is Blake is fucked. Yeah. All right. Well, dude, I've got some questions from some kids. I'm going to ask from the of Facebooks course. and shit. Absolutely. Um, first, Logan has asked: Are you guys starting uh, to write a new album at all? Or are you working on any new material? Um, I mean. Pers like me personally, no, I haven't. I haven't thought. But you about usually write music, like in the studio for the most part, don't you? Yeah, yeah. For the most part, I do it all, all right. in the studio. I would say I think, I think that Alex or I know Al Alex has written a bunch of songs. I think Jesse might have a couple. 
in the you know in his pocket i'm not sure about blake but like again blake's always writing music like everyone's always everyone's always writing because they like love it and then basically like when we go to the studio it's like we come in with a shitload of demos and we just go like all right which ones are going to be on the record so my only thing is i don't know when that will be because I'd like with the board, like the border being closed yeah, and everything and the tra- like the travel bans and everything. It's like, I have no idea, you know, it's like they would like, they won't let will come to Canada, let alone, you know, also like Blake and Tyler, like being American. It's like, they can't get into Canada, but then I also don't think that we can get into the States. So it's like, yeah. I don't know what we're going to do, but it'll be a little while, probably post-election <laughs> figure it out. Um, yeah, it, it will be, but Hey, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. All right, Ryan Harris has asked um, how your cat's doing. I guess your cat was sick or something. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. It's been it's been pretty rough with him. We've only had him for a couple months, but he. Uh, yeah, like Is he he's been to the, he's, or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's like a he was a rescue. He was actually like he's feral when they found him. Oh wow! He just, like lived outside maybe his whole life. We literally have no idea. Like we don't know how old he is. They they say like based off of his physical attributes like between four and six oh. but yeah we my girlfriend and i we we had, we we adopted him and like through a pet like rescue program type thing and we've had him for two months and out of those two months like you know he's been in and out of the vet quite a bit just like dealing with some problems and stuff but as of right now he's okay cool the last time he went was was really bad. Like we thought, you know, he was like not eating and had a fever and all this like crazy shit. And they, you know, found some like stuff on his stomach and they, they think he might have cancer, but they're not sure. Like just like, just truly just so much stuff going on with, with like the poor guy. And I feel so bad because it's like, I, you know, regardless of, of the, like the animal or whatever, it sucks, but he's straight up like the best fucking cat. Uh, yeah. like he's like more affectionate than my dog is like my parents dog and stuff he's like little guy like follows me around he's so cool and just like he rocks and it's like he's made me so happy yeah. it, like with all the pandemic shit it's like i was in like a really low spot you know and now like i wake up and i look at him and i'm like oh i'm fine it's all good but it's really nice to hear though but, i hope that everything will work out with the little dude and you know, yeah, if, it, if he keeps getting sick, so make a GoFundMe or something. I'm sure a lot of people would help. Oh, for um, yeah, we're like uh, Trey and I are in the process of like designing some some shirts right now, just because like I mean, in the two months that we've had him, like the vet bills alone, like we're already looking at like six thousand dollars or so. So, so I'm like, okay, like I, I have it on my credit card, and I'm just like. Uh, so I think yeah. we're going to put, put out some, some shirts and stuff and see Sweet. if anyone would be interested, but, but yeah, but as a, to answer the question, um, as of lately, like since the last time he went home and they gave us some medication and stuff, he seems to be doing pretty good. He's in a good mood. He's eating a lot. He's seems healthy. So we actually have an appointment, I think Wednesday Good to, to take him in as like a follow up and see what's going on and everything. And he seems to be doing really good. So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, I hope that your kitty recovers well and keeps doing well. I'm sure being with you, you know, he probably gets a little better every day. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that that really helps too, especially cause like, yeah. yeah, like my girlfriend, she works Monday to Friday. Like she is, you know, so she's, she's gone and it's like, it it's like, obviously it's hard for her, but it's like, 
you know, seeing him like that, or like even like the couple times he had to go to the vet and like stay for a couple of days, like it was really hard on me because it's like, I'm straight up, I go, you know, I'm like, I'm around him 24 seven. And then it's yeah. just like, I'm sitting in my apartment by myself, just worrying about him. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's rough, but well, he seems to be doing pretty good. He's, he's like, like asleep on the couch right now. So. Uh, yeah. It seems like you're a pretty nurturing dad. That's awesome. I'm yeah, I'm trying. Fun. I mean, I he's straight oh. up my whole world. I love him. So oh, I'll dude. do anything I can. Yeah. Well, get that shirt out. I'm sure a lot of people will purchase it. We'll make sure that we, you know, I'll make a tag with it and push it. Oh, yeah. Stuff Thank too, you. So. Um, all right. So Tyler asked, any chance that you guys would reprint the You're Not You anymore wall flags? Uh, honestly, haven't. I mean, I hadn't thought about it. I haven't had. We haven't talked about doing that. Um, but. I mean, what? Yeah, whatever. We can we can look into it, and see see what's up. Maybe we'll do a a thing about you know like a wall flag of every record, yeah. every album cover, or something like that. Let people pick. But yeah, definitely so, definitely could in the future. Hell yeah! Do you guys have some sort of split that you've been hinting at or something? Um, so we were gonna do that split, and then um, with like COVID, like COVID and everything. Can't do it. Uh, oh. Son of a bitch bastard. I just knocked over my water bottle. Um, nice. Good thing it had the lid, but I think my ankle's broken. Uh, yeah, so we had we had that split. We had a split plan for like the end of the year. Uh, and the B, like the two B-sides that we just put out, like they were going to be, those were going to be a part of that split. But um, once, you know, basically like once COVID hit and everything, it was like, you know, there were some other bands that were going to be involved on the split and they like wouldn't, have because of the pandemic and everything like they wouldn't have an opportunity to like go and record and like finish their songs and stuff and and everything like that so it's like the split is still on the table uh when it's gonna happen i have no idea but it just got postponed and then you know while we you know because we were at home and shit pure noise is basically like hey you want to you want to just put those out and i'm like oh yeah okay whatever fuck it sure sick I mean, I, I hate them. <laughs> the, I like not hate, but like those songs. Also, like if the split's You're gonna happen, like yeah. it's it's with some cool bands. So like, I would much prefer it if you know the bands like like you know when we actually do that split, like the songs don't stink and they're actually kind of cool. Because I don't yeah. want everyone to be like, oh yeah, the, everyone else's song is on the split rocks, and then those two counterparts' fucking songs they're terrible. And it's like, you know, so it'll be a little bit cooler in the future for sure. Okay. Hell yeah. Well, that's sick. Did you guys actually print a hoodie with your writing upside down? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. That's the nothing, the nothing left to love hoodie that we've been selling forever. Like, yeah, Trey and I were talking one night and he was like, do it upside down. And I'm like, yeah, okay, fuck it, whatever. And then we did it and people actually bought it, which is funny. Yeah. It's wild. Like, we do that shit like every now and then. Like we've we've done some like joke shirts before. Like there was one time we did a European tour, and uh, I think it was with like Amity Affliction and Casey and Alaska. I think I think that was the tour. Sick. But um, our merch, like I don't know. I guess like Europe, like in terms of what European kids want for merch designs, like it's not the same as everywhere else in the world so that's like a frustrating like hurdle that we have to deal with so we made a shirt where we like trey and i made a shirt 
that was bad. Like we literally looked up like skull and like sickle and like barbed wire and like just tried to make the worst shirt possible, put our band name on it. And then really small on the shirt, it says this shirt fucking sucks. And it was the best seller on the tour. We sold so many of them. And then a, a year or two later, someone uploaded a video of them like zooming into the shirt where it says this shirt fucking sucks. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, why does my shirt say that? And I just quote tweeted it and said like, because that shirt fucking sucks. That's but every fucking now, awesome. Every now and then we do those like we do we do some like funny goofy shit and it pays off. But yeah, that's the beauty that of doing Europe, the limited though. stuff. You never know. Like, with, yeah. <clears throat> oh, for sure. But yeah, dude, doing like limited runs of stuff. Like I know I don't I don't think I'll ever go back to like being like yeah we're just gonna put this up and print stock on the website and or like you know and just have it on an online store. It's like that's so dumb. Like if you just do the limited shit, it's like, you know, okay, it's on sale for a week or two weeks or whatever. And then you just print as many as you sell. And there's literally no possibility of losing money. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just safe and you don't have to do anything. It's like, Oh, two people bought it. Okay. Then we made 50 bucks. But then, you know, if, if like fucking 2000 buy it, you're like, okay, we're in the clear. This is awesome. So absolutely. It's fucking awesome. And That's then there's smart. not like you guys have been crushing that though. The limited release stuff is really wise. Yeah, um, they, yes. Yeah. As soon as as soon as we did it the first time, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" So if it doesn't sell, I don't just owe a print company like twenty grand. Oh, exactly. okay. Yeah. And then from then on out, I was just like, "I'm never doing that again." I'm, so many this is, bands this is, have such large merch debts. It's it's, it's cr- we used to be that band. Like we used to yeah. be the band where it's like half oh, the bands don't even know. Oh yeah, straight up. I mean, we like, I knew for sure. Cause I'd be like, at the end of a tour, I'd be like, nice. Like this pretty good payout. Like we actually have money to split up. Like this is kind of cool. And then, you know, it's like, Oh, wait a minute. No, no, we owe fucking, we owe some merch company like 40 grand. Never mind, guys. Sorry. We're not making, we made zero dollars. It's just, it sucked, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That fucking happens sadly. Yep. But, um, you know, it gets better as you carry on, as you keep track of it, as the years <clears throat> oh, go Oh, yeah, on. of course. Of course. You know, luckily, Kirby's always been a math whiz, so we don't usually yeah. end up in super debt or some shit. Um, yeah, totally. We don't even get, like, paid until a tour is, like, done and shit. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, that, that's like us, which too. Which is the wise way to do it, I think. There's always bands that pay weekly, and then I'm like, I, I'm intrigued by it, but then it's like, nah, just keep me, keep me, me guessing. Yeah, me um, too. I'm... Like as much as I wish I could do that, I just I never want to ha- have to go through like you know paying somebody and then at the end like weekly Whoa. and then at the end of a tour I'm like, hey guys, uh, I need that back. I was oh, yeah. paying. I like I paid more. And it'll than- be spent. Someone will have already spent it. And then like, of course, yeah. You know, it's like especially like say if you would have tried that like during the pandemic, you would have been like two weeks in, had have already paid people, and then be like, oh wait, no, we owe so much money to so many people right now. Of course, we yeah. Have a whole trailer full of merchandise. Which yep. You know, I've said this before, but it's crazy to think about how much money kids spent on merchandise and donations in the last six months to keep it's, fans afloat, to keep it's crazy. the world it makes turning. Me, like, yep. It makes me feel, that makes me feel really good. Yeah, like every time, stuff. every time something shitty happens and I think to myself, like, man, why the fuck am I still doing this? Like I got, I got to get out. I, this, this, there's too much bullshit. This sucks. And then that happens. And I'm just like, 
okay, I'll stick around. I'll stick. Like, you know, it's basically, yep. it's like, you know, every, every once in a while when I, you know, it's like, I just get reminded that people like us and I'm like, Oh, okay, fine. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it then. No, you, you kind guys of forget are a that. staple. You guys are a I fucking did. staple band of what's going on in the scene and people consistently want from you and like every album people seem to yeah, want sure. more and more and it's it's great. It's fucking awesome, especially now that you say like things too are picking up in Europe even more like I think. Oh yeah, de- you know, definitely, yeah. Like watching that you was, guys play Empiricon was fucking wild last year. Yeah, that was that was funny. I'm pretty sure someone I'm pretty sure someone threw something at me. I think I think that was Empiricon. I mean, I and then they said last time you were here, you, your hair looked much more nicer. Why is it so shaggy now? You look fat, <laughs> dude. I like I'm, uh, it's that and like this is this is my fault. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I I definitely bring it on myself. Where it's like when I when we play a show, like if if no one likes it, like I think most people have the mindset sorry i'm just rinsing my coffee mug right now um most people have the mindset of like they're like oh fuck like we gotta win them over like we gotta we gotta try and get these people to to like us and stuff like that and my and i just i'm lazy and i just don't have the energy for it so when we play a show you know i'll just straight up be like you guys suck like like we're you know what i mean it's like we're like if if i know that they don't like us i'm just like I just lose that thing and then I just make fun of them. And then in some instances I make fun of them enough that they just go, okay, fine. We like you fine. Move you fucking idiots. Yeah. It's like, just, okay, stop. Like, stop being rude. Like we, we like you now. It's fine. And I'm just like, holy fuck. Okay. Well, sorry. I was rude. Like I remember one time we played, we, we like notoriously had a hard time in, in Belgium and we fucking i remember like we played we played belgium with stick to your guns and for whatever reason they just like weren't it seemed like they just weren't down and then so the one of the last times we played belgium like we opened the set like and i just came out and i was just like okay like i don't want to fucking be here any more than you do like can you fucking figure out if you like us or not i'm like i'm like okay what's the deal like we got a sold out show tonight. Like, are you going to just fucking stand there? Like you always do. Or are you going to f- move your ass? And then we played the first three songs and people went ape shit. And then as soon as the three songs ended, I was like, okay. Um, I apologize for what I said earlier. I'm like, I, okay. I'm like, thank you. I, I guess you guys like us now. And I, yeah, cool. And we're good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was rude five minutes ago. That's my bad. Dude. And it just and it just worked out and then now they like us. It's like it's so fucking weird, but you know, you forget that sometimes I think. Like I like through all of this stuff and the pandemic and playing the bad shows and stuff, like you almost focus so much on what's happening and then you forget like man, people like think we're cool. Maybe it's not oh, so yeah. bad. You know, you know what I mean? Like but Oh they yeah, do. The, they think you're pretty cool, I'd say. I think the kids- I, I hope so. I hope you so. Partic- I mean, I'd say you're you're one of, if not the funniest guy in all of metalcore, bro. Um, <laughs> thank, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I've, and there's definitely I, others I, that I would attest so. to it. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I really hope so. I I mean, if I'm not, then find who is and we'll yes. fight, I guess. We'll, we'll just have him. a... Not with our fists because I'm weak. Like, I put all... when I'll it you know for you. When I was making my when I was making my fucking RPG character, I put all the points in like in like 
being funny and you know being be, <laughs> and and not taking things seriously and then when it was came down like time for like strength and like basic understanding of things i was like oh no no that's fine you could just leave those blankets okay so hey you still look pretty <laughs> badass when you're up there being all screamo and shit you know i'm i'm trying i'm yeah. doing my best but it's effective I dig it. I mean, you could bring the hair back though. I liked when you had those really long locks. That was good that was stuff, man. That was cool. I always think about like doing like growing it back out again, and then I'm like, that was like years that I looked like an idiot. Like growing it out, I'm like, it took like three years of looking so stupid, and then finally I was like, oh, this is good now. Okay, yeah, yeah this Very works. Sweet. I'm jealous. Um, as a bald man, I can't do that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll probably never do it again. I, I've been since the quarantine shit. I've just been like shaving my head, like kind of, not like shaving, shaving, but yeah. you know, like buzzing it pretty low. And I'm just like, nah, this this works. This is cool. I can do it myself. Like this, this is kind of I, the cheapest, and, uh, easiest haircut on the planet for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. dude. Um, all right. Well, last fan question for you: What's your favorite video game, dude? Because I know you play a lot. Ever? Maybe. Uh, hmm. What's your favorite ever, and what's what are you into right now? I think my favorite ever, like the video game that that um, really did it for me, that I like loved, like played through front to back. I was like, man, this is like I just played a movie. Um, Bioshock Infinite is probably the the craziest one for me. I loved it. I thought the game was amazing, like conceptually and just like the way it looked and everything. Loved it so much. Um, favorite game i'm playing right now um fuck i mean it's probably a toss-up but i mean i don't really play a lot of games right now honestly like i play call of duty every now and then with some friends we play among us every night uh like the you know the it's like there's a couple imposters and you got to go around this like spaceship and kill people and then they got to figure out who's bad and you know you can like lie and all that stuff it's like a like deception type game that game rocks and it's also like five bucks on steam and it's it's like hours of entertainment so we play that a lot and uh also i've been playing like magic uh like magic the gathering like on pc super a lot lately got back into that pretty hard because i fell off for a minute like the the cards themselves uh, I like not necessarily collection, but I, I like I have a couple decks, like it, like physical, like in paper decks that I've played, and it's a shame. Like I had like a pretty good like tier one, like modern deck, and I like you know it was like pretty. It's like worth a fair bit. It's like expensive, and I would play like me and my friends like we would play a lot at home, and then you know once like like all this shit happened that kind of like yeah probably even a little bit before that but even then like it kind of you know it like we just stopped playing as much and so it's like it sucks because i have this like expensive ass like cool deck just like sitting in a drawer that i never play but then i realized like when i built this this computer i was like yo wait like i can play uh, finally like i can i can play magic now again and i've just been playing on computer like all day every day and it rocks that's awesome that's super sick. Yeah, my buddies watch that all the time on Twitch. Um, yeah, yeah, you were saying that's are, that's sick. Yeah, that's like because when we did the Twitch thing, Fit for a King, you know, basically the majority of us, except for Kirby, were all like, "What's going on?" Uh, oh yeah, what totally, is yeah. Twitch? How do you? Okay, people make money doing this. How, people yep. make how much money doing this? Exactly. Okay, uh, cool, whatever. And then you know, yep. yeah, it's a wild thing, which you guys should put. Uh, show on your twitch or something um 
duo would be sick. If, yeah, I guess you'd have to be able to see each other and be in the same country. Um, which you can once we can figure that out, we can yeah. we can we can try and set something up. But yeah, what's your Twitch so people can uh, go follow you and shit? Um, I'm pretty sure it's just BJM905. Okay, the, cool. that's yeah. The Twitch should be same should as be your Instagram. Easy handle. to find there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's also it's in my um, it's in my uh, it's in like my what's it called like the link in my in my Twitter and Instagram bio and shit like that. It's it's easy to it's easy to find. Sick. So very cool. Um, and dude, uh, do you have like an unsigned band that you like or anything? Because I I do this thing called the mid roll mosh where I try to highlight an unsigned band that's good um, in the middle of the show. You have anyone that comes to mind? Or does um, I mean, suck? it might. Oh, everyone for sure sucks, but uh, signed and unsigned. Every artist on on earth is bad. Yes. Uh, but no, but um, the one that I can, I mean the one that I can think of right now is. Uh, like so, our guitar, our new old guitar player Alex, um, he started a band with our original bass player, and it's just like it's it sounds like two thousands like emo type shit, like you're like census fail and Ooh. you know and and stuff like that, and it's called You Will Always, and I've heard their record and it rocks. Is it out on streaming or anywhere? Um, I don't think, not yet. I don't, I don't think, but they, like, they literally just, they just recorded, they just recorded it with that dude, Vince, that I mentioned earlier. Um, and yeah, that'll be out, that'll be out fairly, fairly soon. Um, I think if you just go to Alex's Instagram, I'm pretty sure his handle is Alex Ray 905, A-L-E-X-R-E 905. Um, you can see like teasers and stuff on there and shit, and there might be a link to, okay, um, sick to some of that that you will always stuff but it's it's pretty good i like it a lot i think it's really cool with some fucking bangers on that record so i love drive through screamo style shit yes like it's yeah. it's like it's exactly that that world of shit so i think i think you would i think you would like it yeah i will um yeah speaking of, you know what last question i'm at for you how yep. good was static dress live oh they were fucking awesome yeah, yeah. they were and like yeah, they're a, you guys they're, are what introduced everybody to that band. I think like how did you have them on that tour? How did you find them? How did that work um, out? I found them through Tom from Stray. I like we were so there was a I can't I think like Tradewind was playing Toronto and Montreal and stuff like that. Like they were doing like a small little run, and uh, Tom messaged me and was like, he was like, yo, like I'm flying into Toronto. Like, would you? He's like, yo, like, pick me up at the airport. I'll bring my, like, PlayStation. And he's like, I want to do, like, all the Hamilton shit. Like, I want to, like, I want to hang in your parents' basement. I want to have, like, a land party with, like, you, me, Kyle, Kenny, Adrian. Uh, and I, I want to get, like, Limeridge Pizza. I want to fucking eat August 8, like, the sushi place. Like, I want to do all of that. Like, would you come? He's like, I'll, I'll buy your... Like I'll buy your dinner if you come get me from the airport, and I'm like, yeah, done, obviously. And so I went and picked him up from Toronto. And as we were driving back to Hamilton, he was like, he was telling me about Static Dress. I don't know how, I don't know how he he found out about them, but he asked me. He's like, yo, have you heard of this like Static Dress band? And I'm like, I have, I have no idea what that is. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, oh, dude, it's like like you're gonna love it. Like it's it's like your shit. Like it's it's shit that you would have like loved when you were in high school and he like played, he played, uh, like the first single they had, I think it was Adaptive the first single taste, they had. Maybe. Um, 
Uh, what was like the the very first one? Safe I want to say. Was, Maybe was, I don't know which one was first. Was it clean or something? That might have been clean. It. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Either way, he, he yeah he so he played that for me, and I was just like, man, this fucking rocks. And then when we did the tour, like the the last tour we did before the pandemic, um, we were it was like a Europe UK thing, and we were just like we we're trying to find bands, and we just I like I just hit him up. I like I was like, yo, can you get me? can you like get me an email or something? And so we hit them up and, and they were, and we were like, yo, like love the songs. I heard a couple, like I want you guys to do these, the, these shows with us. And it was so funny. Cause I was like, yeah, this band rocks. And then they like did the tour and we didn't know. And then like the day that we met them, they were all like, yo, like counterparts is our favorite band. Like you're like our favorite band ever. Like all of them fucking like love us. And I'm just like, Oh, I didn't, Oh, that's nice. I, I didn't know. I I just thought you guys were cool. <laughs> and and that's fucking sick. Yeah, and it was it was really cool. And like they're sick. They're they're young. Um, and they, I like. Yeah, I, I'm I gonna mean, have Tom on the show. I've talked to him online a bit, and I've, I've sick, sick. had some exchanges with Ollie. He's a super fucking bright guy. Yeah, um, definitely. I didn't realize that he like also directs and produces the videos and stuff. And yeah, super, yeah, super he's smart young man. Yep, he's he's got it. He's definitely got it figured out. But uh, but yeah, like they they just they they're just very on the ball. Like sometimes with like younger bands and stuff, especially if it's like you know it's their first shot at like doing live music and touring and all that stuff. Like there's a lot of kinks that they have to work out. But with them, it was like they they just had it figured out. You know, yep. well they did everything. Day, day smart one, they're too. they're just like yeah. Yep, we know. Like we know we know what we're doing. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, yeah, it's like they came into it with so much experience, but it's just they have the best young new rollout I've seen in years. Um, oh, of course, yeah, know, that it's is really like them. And if I die first, who have been the the most like captivating bands yeah. to like want to keep your eye on lately, and totally, you know, be that static came from a place. It's not, you know, Lotus is already you know him and and Zubin are quite popular on their own. Travis For sure. is quite yep. popular. Ned is quite popular. So yep. they had a foundation where Static. It's so interesting because the band had no foundation, but everyone seems to not only love the band, love the music, but seems to be just as obsessed with Ollie as I am because. Fucking Christ, he is so handsome. Yeah, um, yeah, he, you know, he really is. That does not hurt when you look like Tyson from All American Rejects. But, um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's super cool. Like, I think that was just it. It's nice to see a band um, go and like find someone before everyone else and be innovative and be ahead of it, which you guys definitely were because that was the thing I think they made everyone ask, like, "What is a static dress?" And, and then sure, you see the sure. first video, and you're like. Holy shit. Speaking yep. of, everyone go listen to For the Attention of by Static Dress. It's a new single that just came out last week, if I'm correct, um, or the week before. But uh, recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Recent. That's all. All the days blend together now. Yeah. I don't even I don't even know what day. I woke up today and I like got up. I like got your text and I'm like, oh yeah, podcast today. And I'm like looking around and like my girlfriend's not in the apartment and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? And I'm like, go to text, like text her and I'm like, where are you? And she's like, I'm at work. I'm like, Oh yeah. That thing, that thing people do. Yeah. Right. That thing that you oh. have to do because you have a job and then yeah. the rest of us don't have jobs cause we're fucking bums. Yeah. Um, cause I, cause the only thing I decided to be good at in my entire life was fucking yelling and yeah, right. I can't, and I can't do that anymore. So well, and it's <laughs> funny too, just cause like, 
you know, my fiance, she'll be, I'll always say like, I don't have a job. I wish I had a job. And then she's like, no, you have a lot of jobs. I'm like, none of them make me money. Like it doesn't matter how much I'm working, whether it's featured, whether it's doing get talked, whether it's, you know, being in two (laughs) bands, it's, but if none of them are actually able to like, you know, you know, featured isn't making money because we're a fucking startup. We just want, of course. Yeah. So even if you do have anything coming in, it's not like I'm like, yes, I need to fucking pay myself right away. It's like, fuck no, we have, we need to go get investment money so we can be, and then I can get Zuckerberg rich and then I'm going to take over all of Screamo and it'll be a beautiful thing. And then I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy Spotify and I'm going to pay artists two cents more per stream. Nope. Not even less, less (laughs) per stream. Fuck you all. I want to fucking, I'd be a huge dickhead. No, I, I, it would be cool to restructure it. We actually do have some ideas of something, say if the business was to take off. We do have some pretty cool ideas on how to how to beat the system a little bit and help some people that's, that's out. That's sick. Um, Hell yeah. That's but awesome. that's all in theory of if I become a millionaire. So if I do... Um, Hell I, yeah. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll fucking see. I'm ho- I'm hoping for you. Um, Thanks, just, bro. you know, don't, don't, get, don't get too rich to where people are going to call for you to be put on the guillotine. No, I'm hoping good. I just get rich enough where like Fit for a King can tour in a bus because we don't care about money because I that, can pay for it. Yeah, that would be Like that would be sick awesome. where it's like I can spend it on my friends and have fun and keep doing yep. what I want to do everything that I already do. I just want to have a nicer apartment. I would prefer to have a yeah. nicer car and then, you know, be able to tour. Like we tour comfortably, but it would be cool if you were able to like just go into a bandwagon and if it's like, all right, well, I'm a millionaire, so let's just go have fun and not fucking care. I mean, in theory, that would be an amazing thing. Now, also, I'm sure. probably not going to be a millionaire, but how amazing would that be? You just you got to put I'm, this yeah. energy into the universe. You know what I'm saying? I got to put it out there and then hope <laughs> that fucking Lord Zenu comes down, throws my ass in the volcano. I become a fucking Scientologist. I give get rid of all my body thetans. I start becoming. You hit OT fucking five. Yeah, and, and then I'm like and- fucking Tom Cruise rich, and then I'm exactly. fucking jumping out of be- airplanes and shit. You know. That would that would be it. No. Fucking yeah. yeah, no, the yeah, being being comfortable on tours, like I think it sucks because I think we just got to that point right before yep. this this like it was like we did like the headliner we did, we and like decided to, to take a bandwagon and do that and shit. Which like in all actuality, like when I was doing the math, I'm like I'm like, okay, like I'm like, it's really only like a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks extra like a day to to take this thing so it's like you know okay like like a hundred bucks let's say 200 just to be safe it's like 30 day tour that's around six thousand dollars it's like everyone pretty much gets paid a thousand dollars less and then we have a bandwagon you don't have to drive for an entire tour like you still get what you would you know it's like it's not like you can sleep you're losing it it's like you know so i i just i just had to ask everyone i'm like hey since we're and like at that point I'm pretty sure it was like we did we did um Japan, Australia and then like right into that. So it was like a lot of travel and stuff and it was a headliner. Yep. And I I did all of that plus the tour in Japan with Varials before the Counterparts Japan tour. Right. So I was basically like I'm like, yo, guys, like, do you wanna make like a thousand bucks more each, maybe? Or do you just wanna get paid like a normal tour and do a bandwagon and everyone was like bandwagon and i'm like thank fucking god and so yep. we we booked that and it was it was awesome it's a way to do it who drove you guys on that tour 
Um, our friend Cam drove us. He, uh, we, we met him. He used to, he was driving for, um, we came as Romans when we did that tour with them in Parkway Drive. And cool. he, and he just became our homie. And he also drove us on Warped. Uh, and then when we did the headliner, <laughs> we were just like, yo, I think, I think we're doing it. I think we're pulling the trigger. Like, I think we're going to yeah. just do bandwagons now. Like, are you down? And he's just like, yeah, sure. I'm in. Yeah. Doing a bandwagon. Like we did it for our last headliner last summer. And then we started it for the five days that we were going yeah. back out on tour. But, you know, it is such a massive game changer because also like our driver that Andrew that comes with us, like he's an, an animal dude. He'll drive like an eight hour night shift. Wake oh, yeah. my ass up in the morning at 930. Be like, bitch, we're going to the gym. Go to the gym, kick my ass and then like come back, get high fucking play some super smash and go to sleep like yeah he is it's an it's animal crazy. it's like i i hate driving like yeah. the hands oh, down the worst yeah. part about touring is driving it's like yeah. you know what i mean like i like and driving I, a car but i don't like being responsible for people i don't want to drive yeah and yeah. i just want to like be chilling like you know get stoned play some video games like yep. chill i could i could physically be in a van for like 12 hours but it's like I don't know if some if someone was like, okay, like, do you want to sit in a van that you don't have to drive for eight hours, or do you want to drive yourself for four? I'd be like, no, I'll take the eight hour. Like, yep, I just want to sit there and, and not and not do it. Like, I hate being behind the wheel of yeah. a of a vehicle. It not that I'm Jesus even scared. Take the wheel. <laughs> I wish he could. Yeah. When, like, dude, it's it sucks. Like. And like, I'm, I'm like, I like to think I'm a fairly good driver, like, especially in terms of like van and trailer, like I'm the backup guy. Like I've got that, like all that shit is, is easy for me. It's just so fucking boring. I hate it. It sucks. And then if you also, if you, then it's like, yeah, I could maybe look at my phone, but then like I could kill someone or me or everyone, you know, within a, you know, like close to me and shit. And it's just like, it's not worth it. And I'm just like, it's just so boring i hate it but yeah bandwagons are the shit they make everything they rock and we'll be back to them it'll all come back all in due time luckily our bands will be fine there are definitely some people who are in positions where they're like man what will happen are we gonna break up are we gonna do this and for sure it sucks for for us but when we come back kids are just going to fucking murder each other and that's a fact um yeah i think it i think it'll be i think it'll it'll be good it'll be awkward for a little for a minute it'll be like you know It'll, it'll, it'll take, you know, it'll take a minute to regain the momentum, but once we do, I think things will be pretty good, but who knows, who knows, or, or or maybe the pandemic will go on so long that we'll all just be like, bro, fuck this and just go get real jobs. So I don't know who, who's to, who's to say I'm not doing it. I refuse. I definitely don't want to, but can I stream? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Oh, if I, if I become a millionaire, on the fucking Twitch and doing that. And I start making money from that. Like I, I'll probably do exactly like you said. It's like, okay, well I'm good. So now I can use my cut from, yeah, from uh, whatever I'd make from counterparts to just make touring more fun. You no, know what but, I mean? Like, yeah. I wonder like if people are going to bring rigs on tour and continue streaming on tour. I mean, it's definitely possible. Like you, like you can for sure. And then, like, you know, on, like, off days or whatever, like, if you have a hotel or, like, certain venues and shit, like, if you've got enough space and a good enough internet connection, like, you can do that. Like, I mean, my, I have everything. Imagine streaming concerts once a week and letting kids pay for it. That that would be, I mean, that would be, that'd be nuts. Like, 
you know, it's like, oh, like you can just watch it here. Like fucking oh, yeah. the, the show's 20 bucks and to like watch it on the internet, it's like five. And you just like, you know, like just having stuff like that. Like, I think, I think it's smart. And I think that like streaming and everything like that, like it was pushed so heavy to the forefront of things just because it was like, okay, well, none of us can go outside. So what do we do? Yeah. You know, so we all like kind of rely on like concert streaming or like zoom calls with your friends, like anything like that. It's like, we need interaction and stuff. And I think that having, you know, like something like Twitch and all the rest of them, the, the streaming platforms, like they really do help fill that void and it's sick. So yeah, I think, I think moving forward, like you're going to see a lot more of that. Like I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, people start treating Twitch like, like a Netflix or fucking, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure people already do, but it's like becoming more of a thing. Like people that people I know that like aren't computer savvy and like never touched a fucking game in their life. Like they're like, yeah, I watched this guy on, on Twitch. Like, and now like, I mean, I do it and I'm friends with a lot of people that do it too. It's like just chatting on Twitch is like, that's like the biggest category there is. You know what I mean? Like when you fucking like, there's there's like if you look that up it's like there's more people just hanging out and talking to their their fucking camera than there are people playing call of duty you know what i mean and i think that's really cool because i'm not good at games and i'm way better at talking and being funny so indeed if you know so if i can do that i'm fucking set so yeah i want to be able to do the podcast like through twitch at some point or just do streams i guess the hard part is just like making sure everyone else has like a discord or something so that way they can be seen sure sure yeah yeah that that's the thing yeah like the other person would like have to have a webcam and then like you know it would be annoying if it's like oh i can do it but like i have my macbook and it's kind of old and that's it and then it's like you know you're on there and your shit's fucking pristine you look fantastic and then the other person you're like what like I can't hear what you're doing. Like, well, yeah. what'd you say? Like, you know that type of shit, or they just look like all hell. It's like that would get annoying for sure. But, Absolutely. but yeah, but fuck it. I mean, in that case too, you could also just like you could stream it and then be like, this is available if you want it, or just listen to it on fucking whatever. Like yeah. you know, like you did before. You know, that's that's also pretty cool. Yeah, streaming's neat. I'm excited about it. I want to do it oh, some, yeah. one of these days, someday soon. I'm just gonna yeah. It's, Gotta it's put easy. a little time and money into it, and then I'll be able to do it. But it yeah, sounds fun. Like, in terms of like the buying shit and getting your rig set up is very easy. It's it's mostly like learning how to navigate a new social media type situation. Yeah. You know, that's that's the hard part. But it looks complicated. Yeah, it, if you got if you I got questions, I I got you. I can give you a hand. Dude. Same with Kirby too. Like you know, you got, yeah. you got people that can that can help in terms of like actual computer parts and shit too. That I also I'm a nerd about that shit too. Oh no so. shit. I can okay. get you a rig for, for, I can, I can, we can get you set up for pretty cheap. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll continue talking about this off the air then for sure. Cause oh, I yeah. definitely, any suggestions I would love because that would make my life very easy. For um, sure. But dude, uh, I'm going to piss my pants. So I'm going to go for now. <laughs> All right, go ahead. But thank you so oh, much yeah. for doing the show today. And uh, no worries. Thanks you for know, having it's me. really good to hear from you. And thanks for you doing the feature deck shit with me. And like, Oh dude, no problem. Thank you for having bud. me on Appreciate all of this you. stuff. I, of lo- course, I love it all. Man. It's been great. Yeah, you know, we're all trying to keep it stay as busy as possible, you know. So of course. Of course. Nice, but all right, dude. Well I'll link up with you soon, bro. And uh Hell yeah. appreciate you greatly. Same to you, buddy. Be all safe. Right. Bye, pal. All right. That was the show. And if you didn't like it, you're a stupid hoe. All right. That's it for my week. Even though it's Monday.
I'm sorry, guys. We're switching it up. We're coming back to Mondays, just so everybody knows. Um, next week's show is going to be a really fun one. I've got Justin from Wrist Meets Razor joining me. Uh, super sick band. They may not be uh, the biggest band yet, so maybe you don't know about them. If you don't, go do your research and listen to them. Um, I really love this band. They're on the come up. They're super sick. I have a feeling it's going to be the the most screamo episode yet, probably. Uh, maybe even more screamo than my episode with Peter. So um, thank you all very much for the love this week. Thank you for listening to, buying, streaming The Path. It's everything that I've wanted in a fit record. I adore it. I love it. And I adore and I love you. Um, please, if you can, if you haven't yet, stream it, buy it, buy a t-shirt, whatever you can. Uh, we're six min- six months deep into not working. And uh, it's been really hard, but it's a constant reminder of how much you, you people really do support us. And, you know, it's like you listening to two hours of me talking with my friends. So all, all in all, I love you. I th- I'm very thankful for you, and I appreciate you. So, just so you know, the show will be moving to video very soon. We'll still be having the audio format, of course, but I will also have the video show for you as well. I'm very excited for it. Um, but yeah, until next time, get tucked, Mother Tuckers. Bye. Yeah! Look at
yourself. <laughs>